Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Uh, you know, if you want to feel you push the button, <laughs> please know Chris Wolfhart. Barrel. And Dr. Agro. Split screen. More like not that. Here on Gigaboots. Oh. <laughs> land the plane <laughs> i i don't watch i don't watch movies in split screen i only watch them in full screen <laughs> i only watch movies on a 24 inch 3d television uh while my roommate is watching a different movie and we both have cool 3d glasses oh on. my god <laughs> you're in the future amazing i feel terrible i'm not in the future you know you know what else might not be real for me mm. This live camp being set up. We didn't do that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. How about that? That's fine. This is an audio podcast. These people can tolerate this screen for a couple minutes here. Bob, we have important things. I got it. I got it. We got important things to talk about, though. Yeah, of course. While they stare at this checker pattern. <laughs> Bob. What's up? We watched Terminator Dark Fate. We did that? <laughs> now, I'm not going to describe you the plot of Terminator Dark Fate. I will cop to the fact I've seen every Terminator film and you can't even convince me to watch the Saracotta Chronicles. <laughs> That's just not happening. <laughs> but in this movie, there's a scene where the Terminator that's chasing them to figure out where they go, he kills someone working at a security data, a high security data center hacks into a server and just sees the plot of the movie in a way that doesn't actually make sense within the scene. Oh, they're the going, they're going here. No, it's actually more ridiculous. <laughs> what? Yeah. It just shows a map and it's like, Oh, they're going here. And it's like, what? Why would that tell you that that train line doesn't connect to the <laughs> where, but all I could think of is we need to make a Terminator parody. Where Agro's the Terminator in it, and he jacks into the internet, and it's just seeing porn. <laughs> Two days pass in the movie, it cuts back, he's still there, <laughs> and finally goes, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> this is this is the actual Terminator film we need now in 2022. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely sick of these Terminator films that are like, what if we did Terminator again? Terminator hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> It was really weird. Every every marketing bit that came out for that movie, it's like, we got Linda Hamilton, the original Sarah Connor. And I'm like, I don't care. And they didn't tell me anything else about the <laughs> film, so I didn't watch it until now. Right? Weirdly enough, did not... Oh, wait. Unless I'm having... No, I'm not having a stroke. Uh, weirdly enough, did not buy that from Redbox. No. Mm. I just rented that one. I was smart enough to not do that three times in a row. Yeah, I think the, the only thing that stopped you was that wasn't at Redbox anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. We we, we rented it digitally. Yeah. Um, yeah, for uh, the, the, the two times that I did, Redbox was like, hey, you've already paid $2 to watch this piece of shit. What if you paid three more? They did that for Uncharted. So I bought Uncharted. That was stupid. That was, yeah. Slightly mm. less stupid, though. They were like, what if you paid two more for Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City? And I'm like... Okay, sure. I own all the other fucking Resident Evil films. Let's go. Fucking four dollars for this Blu-ray. I hear that's a movie. It is shocking how much of it is shot on a green screen. <laughs> it's to the point where when they go to the behind the scenes to be like, hey, this is what's up. 
this is us filming the movie. You go, wow, any of that was real? Because they have a, a, a lamp. Yeah, it's literally, we made a doorway. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is green screen. <laughs> it's, it's shocking. You it's know, really in my shocking. day, you would just go to a park with some woods uh -huh. and film your whole movie there. Well, they needed to do all of the events of Resident Evil 1 and 2 in, what was it, Bob? An hour and 30 minutes? Something like that. Yeah, it was it an was hour. Just, that's hour. value. <laughs> <laughs> it, I've never seen a movie so psychopathically, like, overstuffed with things that should have been removed. Mm -hmm. And also full of, like, weird padding. Like, there was a little bit of padding in a few places that made you go, you really didn't need this. This wasn't necessary. I don't know. But it was in the wiki. Yeah, this guy is very devoted to everything except for making Wesker look anything like Wesker. Or act anything like Wesker. <laughs> or do anything like a Wesker would do. Yeah, it's, it's very bizarre how slaves it is to recreate certain things and then they just don't even care about what actors they hire for any role. <laughs> it's whatever's cheapest, I think. Yeah, it was real crazy. That, <laughs> that movie has like no money. It's delightful <laughs> in the way that it has no money. Fine, I'll bring it up. So, uh, Itchy Tasty, you know, Resident Evil, they write in the diary because the guy is going slowly zombified and he eats someone. Mm. They have a zombie run up to a window and just write it in blood. I think they do it another three times wow. after that, too. It's, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> it's pretty dire. It's pretty dire that it just does things like that. Anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna jump past what we've been playing, me and Bob. Mm. We're going to you, Agro. Agro, what you've been playing? Uh... Well, I wrapped up that uh, Witness parody game that I was talking about last week. Uh, the Looker. The Looker. <laughs> uh, I was like, best. what was it called? Was it called The Shitness? It, uh, <laughs> it, it turns out the, the game's only like an hour and a half long. That makes wow. perfect yeah, that sense. I was like 30, 30 minutes free. away from the end there. Uh, I got stuck on one puzzle because uh, it's, it cheats. Oh. Wow. That's my favorite. That's always great. It presents you with uh, an arcade cabinet of the game Snake. What? Uh, so you've, you've got to draw a pixel line from, from one letter to the other. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to keep going uh, as, as it puts to, uh, a new pair on the screen over and over. But sometimes, sometimes, without warning or reason, it'll just put the new letter inside some of the area you've already drawn and now it's impossible to get to. Oh, that's and, and there's oh. really nothing you can do to avoid that. It just does it. That's insane. Yeah. It kind of ruined my entire opinion of that game <laughs> because the thing about when you make a puzzle game and you have to do every puzzle to go forward, mm -hmm. when you make a bad one, it, it shoots your game in the knee. Yeah, that makes sense. Like other than that, completely fixable roadblock. It's an amazing hour and a half of quality video game parody. <laughs> yeah, you would never think they'd do something like that in a, something so dedicated to being a parody. It's like, you think you would know rather than do just a broken puzzle. Yeah. Unless the witness has puzzles that are literally broken and there's an extra layer I mean, I've heard people satire. say that, but they're uh, poo-poo diaper babies who just oh. couldn't figure it out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the witness is it's yeah, a weird you, game for me like i will go to bat for it any day but it's like well i didn't like it understandable have a nice day <laughs> yeah i think if you really want to parry the parody the witness beyond you know just puzzles you need to have the ending be about how the vaccine is fake news 
The, uh, <laughs> as I said before, the looker is free on Steam. The ending is fucking exquisite. Okay. You have to tell me if it's exactly what, what Chris just said. <laughs> it, it, it is not specifically that. No. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, it it doesn't say it's fake news. It just asks some questions. (laughs) Yeah, it's just just asking questions. questions. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, um, due to this and that, that's basically all I had time to play other than... You ever been playing a game on your phone and it'll show you an ad for another much shittier game? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I've seen eight versions of this game this week. Every now and then I'll get in a mood and just download a slate of those. <laughs> you are definitely telling the app store some things you shouldn't be. <laughs> like there's there's the ones where you're running forward on a track and you got to go through the, the plus gates or the minus gates. Mm-hmm. And you got to hit all the plus gates to get the high score. I, I've been playing one of those. Watching a lot of ads for other games like that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I, I, I got in a streak of doing that once. It didn't go great. Nah. I was it's like, this is little... literally nothing like the ad. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, pl- I'm playing the ones that are exactly like the ad. Okay. You, you hit a stratum where they're like, we don't have to lie to him anymore. <laughs> he knows what he's here for. If they downloaded it, they already gave up. They're not going <laughs> to all you of play, a sudden... Did you play any of those uh, fix the old house for the woman who was kicked out by her husband? Otherwise, she will freeze to death. I did. I finally clicked on one of those. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's. Uh, did she freeze to death? No. Um, you and like the, the dude character goes up to a mansion he bought so he could program video games. And and some chick was already there, and like now the you have to figure out who really owns the house. And nobody like the cops don't give a shit. She calls the cops like there's some weird guy in this house my aunt left me. And the cops like, Haha, you kids, and leaves. And I'm like, this is hmm. Yeah. <laughs> shit written by rich white people who've never had problems. <laughs> Perfect. Know your audience, be your audience. It was it was weird. Mobile so that, games. So uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, hey Bob, can I get you to move back? You're not on the same focal plane as us. See, we're doing this diagonal, yeah, backwards thing. Anyway, can I back up too? I, I... Uh, no, I'll kill you. If you're not perfectly in focus, you don't get to live. <laughs> I see. I'm very serious about pulling focus here on our live stream podcast, but uh. Bob and I played the Ghost Dog says that if, if I can't do it, I'll be punished. Yeah, I got the button one second. I'll just fucking hit it and save aggro some talking. The Ghost Dog that tells me how to organize my workflow says that I need new equipment. I like Bob busting into <laughs> laughter right at the end there. That's really good. Anyways. We're just going to go ahead and do it. There's no point in even talking about it without doing it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're heading into spoiler mode. Wow. (laughs) Gears 5. Uh, I also played all of Gears 5. In fact, I scraped the game even more than Dan and Bob did. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to put up a poll of who to kill. No. 
Oh, it, it worked out really well that you guys picked the opposite choice in that dog shit Bioware decision that will ru that ruined the franchise forever. Yeah, uh -oh. to, 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 to summarize real quick, the entire Gears franchise has been built on one writing trick. If you want your player to feel, kill a main character. Whatever you do, as quickly as you can, kill an important main character, and that will make them feel. Gears 5 is the first game in the franchise to innovate on this. They hand you the button and go, kill one of these two. And it's so, either the son of Marcus Phoenix, JD, who in this game took a turn to be a fascist for a bit there? Sort of? It's so <laughs> fucking poorly done. It is. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. <laughs> I've I've heard a little bit about this years. Uh-huh. How does Marcus Phoenix have a son? Yeah. You would require a woman to live oh, at no, least no. nine lives consecutive long months. enough to reproduce aggro, then she dies between games. <laughs> yes. Unceremoniously, the next game that comes out, she is already dead. Luckily she came became president in the twenty-five years between the two games. Uh, so she was the first president after the war was over and did a bunch of things and had a kid and then died at some point between Gears 3 and Gears 4. There's a whole scene in Gears 5 aggro that builds on another layer of this on top of this where they explain they have a fertility problem and they have super scientists to solve like that problem. And Bob and I played through this are like the women are infertile, not the guys who are on steroids. They're perfectly <laughs> no, fine. Yeah, no, it's so, that so problem. I, so <laughs> These I, great I value ultramarines. They're fine. I did, <laughs> I did something that was ill-advised. I looked through the Gears of War wiki oh, no. to get some uh, yes. additional insight <laughs> on <laughs> setting who, details. Who, who ended the war with an assassination? <laughs> my, my, what I gathered was <laughs> any woman in a military role in any of the first three games during the Locust War Mm -hmm. was infertile because fertile women were not allowed to participate in the military in any capacity. That's hauntingly, because, uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> they, because the cog, during the Locust War, the cog was straight up running forced breeding camps, which of course makes no sense. You, you know you want a bunch of children around when you're in a war. Well, yeah, you need them for stuff. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. when the war was over, Mm-hmm. It no longer became compulsory, but so many people had died because of the the, the eight apocalypses in a row. Right. <laughs> the global warming and locusts and uh, lambents. Uh, that, so, so they needed to, like, fix the fertility problem with all the women who were still alive. <laughs> because because for some reason women have like a life expectancy of 35 in the gears universe wait wait wait, wait. The, it's, so it's, the, it's it was, because they have a writer problem there are too many writers so all the women keep dying does, does that mean that the, the people the women in the war were more likely to survive than civilians like on like well, the women keep, in the military we keep, we hmm. keep sinking our fucking cities I, in gears of war so and using the hammer of dawn, but you know, what a moronic universe! Uh, like I said, uh, uh, some other time of this is basically three sliders episodes ham fistedly written together. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They were put but, in a juicero. <laughs> but go, going back to the choose which person lives or dies, the son of Marcus Phoenix or the comedy, constantly scared black nerd character. 
He got better in Gears 5. It is worth noting Dell was way less annoying in Gears 5. That's he, true. Every Everybody is somewhat less annoying yes. in Gears 5. Yeah, they even write this but, weird turn for JD, so, but but everyone is better. Except they except they don't write it. They tell us it happened. We don't <laughs> right. actually get exactly. to see it. Right. Like the 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 su Look, the, it's here's, just here's like it's just like Gundam Double Zeta. They had the characters come out and tell you a thing happened with the character and what the new character is, and then you just have to sign on for that. Like, or like, get here's, out. The here's the sum of JD's fascist arc. Uh-huh. Uh, he makes a big mistake and gets a bunch of people killed. Mm -hmm. uh, four months later, he's being emotionally distant, which I guess I guess when you get dozens of people killed four months ago, you're supposed to bounce back real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then his big fascist moment is wanting to swiftly evacuate civilians from a combat area. But there's also them being like, he's been a huge simp for the head of the uh, cog. And he's the hanging out with oh, the guy who is clearly red pill. Oh, that guy is so <laughs> red pill. <laughs> yes. The beginning of this game is like, this dude, I fucking hate him. He shot a civilian who's protesting. And he's like, they were throwing fucking firebombs, whatever. I'm going to shoot him. And then, and then 10 minutes later, they're like, by the way, JD gave me the order. And the moment JD's outed as giving yeah, the order, it, they're like, oh no, now JD's going to sacrifice himself to redeem himself. And then the, and then they wrote a label on the screen that says he has made a turn. Now he is fascist. It, yeah. One, like they spend a lot of time being like, oh no, uh, Foz actually isn't so bad. So, so they make the red pill guy, like come be your bro. Yeah. And it's, honestly, Foz is a much more entertaining and well-realized character than any of the other three characters of gear of modern gears. Well, that's because he serves a function in the gears universe of like he's supposed to be some level of parody, some sort of parallel to people who get into war and just lose their humanity, right? People who find killing too easy, people who just follow orders and aren't going to let anything drag them down. Meanwhile, JD, Kate, and Dell suck and have no narrative purpose in the Gears universe other than combat kits. So, so we're, we're, uh, as I keep trying to, the point I keep trying to get to, uh -huh. uh, in, in, in 2000, I think eight, this game called Mass Effect came out. Oh no. And uh, <laughs> near the end of Mass Effect, they make you decide what character lives and what dies. <laughs> who dies uh, and you can't save both one one dies for sure uh and bioware really quickly learned that that was a terrible idea because now the other character also can't be around because yeah. you can't you can't voice act and write a bunch of stuff based on the choice that the player made uh so it's a really fucking unfortunate that the coalition made this mistake that bioware figured out was a bad move 12 years ago yeah well, 14 I was gonna, years ago i was gonna say that's that's a pretty big head uh, lead time on being able to observe other people following in the same path i mean it was it was seventh gen though so nobody nobody was learning from each other <laughs> it did and, not happen and, and if there's one thing i can trust microsoft to not do is learn from the past it's funny how At, infamous overcame this yeah Gears 4 and 5 have some enemies that seem like they were plucked right out of Mass Effect 3 to the point I almost don't think that there's any way but they saw them. Cool. <laughs>
Uh, what were you saying about Infamous, Bob? Infamous found their solution to this of just the next game comes out. They look at the trophies for who got what first and like, OK, that that one won. We're going with that that way with the story. I, I, that almost that seems like it has to be what they will do if they make Gear six. Yeah, because there's no way you can like. Have a game like this where it's like a big budget bombastic thing and have a character with one of your main characters just vanish like you, well, need you could to- just you could just write him out. The other, the uh, if if you picked Dell to survive, he's now just in the tech lab, sad the whole game, and he has like four, four scenes. You could, but it'd be terrible. Like that doesn't feel good for anyone. Like there's a there's a certain expectation our audience has from a big budget shooter and from a game that's serious like Mass Effect, where it's trying to lean on being an RPG. Well, where, well, Gears Five is really obviously trying to lean in more onto being an RPG because they added that I fucking know. open world and, and skill trees. What and a, shit. What? Which, by the way, you guys missed the two funniest upgrades. Okay. Did you get? Uh, well, actually, I didn't see the. Did you get the the final like the super stealth upgrade? I don't think so. No. The super stealth upgrade makes it so you can, can you you don't come out of stealth when you kill a guy. Um. So you get that, and you get the power up. You get the up the normal upgrade that makes the stealth time extend with every kill. So what I would do through the entire back end of that game after I got that upgrade I would start every encounter where the cool it was off cooldown by going into stealth uh aggro when you go into stealth in gears 5 the enemy's ai basically turns off it's not like it's not like where where'd they go like the enemies are no longer alert they like they think immediately the war is over to- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah why do you have stealth in a gears game I can explain uh, that. Actually, that has been in the since the first game, Agra. You had a robot buddy that had a cloak. And in Gears 5, they're just like, we upgraded the cloak, so now it can affect you guys too. Well, well, you know, as we're playing, Bob points out, we have these moves, these skills, okay? Kate, at one point in this game, gains the power to control the locust, okay? Now, through this game, you get a set of skills. Two of them seem like kind of locusty powers, and then two of them are blatantly Jack powers, but they say Jack does all of them. Jack tases a locust until he can mind control them. Jack is a floating robot, of course. Of course. So halfway through this game, when Kate gets in the brain damage machine, which is literally what it does, and they go, so it's yes. going to give me brain damage? And then he goes, yeah, basically. He, she loses her locust controlling powers, her unintentional ones. But you get to re- maintain that ability. You, 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 at, right after that point in the game, you get that ability from Jack to deliberately control enemies. Very bizarre thing. Yeah, the, the stealth, like the fact that the enemies just turn off during stealth <laughs> it's, is, it's, ver- very much implies that that was supposed to be like, no, Kate, Kate uses like right. the mind control. Right. But w- what I did since, since I could kill guys without them opening, without, going out of stealth and my stealth was extended every single time what i would do is just like i have the boltock pistol i walk right up to their face put the boltock pistol in their mouth and pull the trigger yeah and i do that to as many guys as it'll let me do and that kind of cleared half the encounters in the back end of that game for me. okay what i was gonna say is killing them while in stealth mode doesn't unstealth you no but with a gun i yeah yeah it does yeah, yeah, you, it, so, it's like you can use your gun in stealth and okay, not come wow. Man, that, that is nuts. That is absolutely nuts. The, the, uh, the, the, just flash, no the flash upgrade mm-hmm. uh, freezes enemies like, like you used the cryo gun on them. It okay. hard freezes them. 
Okay. All right. Uh, and and I watched a video because I I didn't even think to do it when I when I fought that horrible boss that you guys fought in the ice cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It freezes that thing, so you basically have twice as many ab- options to freeze it if you get that upgrade. Oh, that's infuriating. Yeah. That thing was the hardest battle in the game and just kind of sucked. I I it may have been better if we weren't co-oping it because then he would probably just run at the play character and not the sidekick. Because yes. the whole thing is you're trying to steer him to run into icy water so he freezes instantly and then you can run to his back and shoot his back. Um, I only have two other things I want to say about this game. 70% of the content of Gears 5 is the worst two open worlds I've ever played in a video game. Yeah, it, it really comes off like they played God of War 2018. They're like, we need areas like this in our game. Yes, it literally does in a way that's kind of scary because that game only came out a year and a half before theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no enemies on the open map. It's just a bunch of walking until you get to the mission zones. The mission zones are really, really low rent gear style content. It's it's one short battle. Yeah, yeah. every single one. It's like a fifth of a normal gears level. Yeah, you and walk this, to the end of the encounter and then walk back. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Sometimes there's a fun slide and you go, wee, and then it takes you to the entrance. But this is like 70 to 75% of the content of this game. Gears 5 is a terrible game. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say. So early on the game, while it's still doing scripted, normal, what I call sober gears content. Almost an irony in and of itself. <laughs> it makes a point of Dell has an attachment to this mech. Mm-hmm. This mech, I've already forgotten the name of it, and you'll know why in a Jack second. Jack Jr. Like, like an emotional attachment? Is it? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's is, literally Jack Jr. Is it really? I could yeah, have sort of had a different name. It it had a different name in the beginning. That's the one that got destroyed. And then Barrett is like, no, well, it since you fucked up that one. It wh- doesn't no, get he destroyed. Goes, he saves it. No, but it's it's too fucked up. And that's why Barrett is like, well, you can take this one and snaps his fingers in the new Jack uncloaks. But there's a narrative beat where this mech is still in the room where a rocket is taking off. And they're like, we need to close this fucking door. The flames are going to scorch the rest of us. And we're humans. Somebody... Marcus, maybe JD, says, close a fucking door. It's just a robot. And Dell goes, that's not his fault, man. It gets really upset. And I was like, that's great. This game is about building an emotional relationship with that. And then they immediately go, here's Jack. You know, Jack from Gears of War 1 through 3. You care about Jack already. And I'm like, that's kind of counter to the whole point of the thing. And then the ending of the game is Jack tragically sacrifices himself against the final boss. So that way we can win the day. Agro, I have a fun quiz for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. Uh, Gears of War 1, 2, 3, 4, and Judgment all have five acts. How many acts does Gears of War 5 have? Judgment. (laughs) um six wrong direction (laughs) did did they rate it into three no it's four because it really feels like we run out we're out we're out of time we're out of everything just ship us to the ending it Mm -hmm. is nuts how abruptly it finishes yeah, Act 4 is so tiny. It's an absolutely tiny act where they have to have everything happen abruptly in the city so they can wrap it up. It, it's, it's, it's weird that they didn't even try to make it 5x. Like, you could have cheated and had the, the, the section where you're 
setting off the rocket and have to fight the big stupid fucking tentacles. They could have just called that act four. It's like only like 30 minutes long, but they didn't even care enough to cheat. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Very bizarre. So uh, yeah, Gears 5 is absolutely terrible in fascinating and new ways, which is what I expected from Gears 4 and 5. So mission accomplished. I like parts of Gears 5. Yeah. I thought that I thought that a new grenade launcher weapon that actually creates an airstrike when you shoot somebody with it was cool. Mm. Um, playing in single player probably made the experience a lot smoother because that's transparently how they want you to play it. And they very obviously had to butcher parts of it for co-op. Yeah, it's really obvious, too, because you have a thing called a skiff you're riding around, right? Has two positions. One of them drives. The other one sits in it and is in a thing that looks like it should be a turret, but -hmm. since there are no enemies on the open world, you can't shoot. You just look around. Yeah, you're the lookout. And and (laughs) you have have these powers that are on a cooldown, but either player can activate them, but they don't have separate cooldowns. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Now we're talking. And and apparently, well, I mean, ideally they would have separate cooldowns instead of one person being able to use and the other person being like, oh, I didn't get to use the power. Nah, you get, yeah, it's I, teamwork. I, I literally just didn't use powers the whole game. Because like, I don't know. Dan's probably used it. Or if you, uh, <laughs> or, or if you really fuck up and want somebody to play as Jack, the robot, only they can use the powers. Going back to like Mech Warrior on the Sega Genesis, where one person steers the robot and the other person shoots. Oh my god. Jesus or Battletoads Christ. 2020. <sighs> no, don't go back there ever. But yeah, so that's uh, Gears 5. There's only one other thing I want to say about this game. Yeah, go ahead. The entirety of the plot is reactivating <laughs> the Hammer of Dawn, the weapon that we've had all throughout the other Gears games and has not been able to accomplish anything. Yeah. But they act like it is the be-all, end-all. It will well, end this war. And we've well, seen five Gears games where it basically didn't do dick. It was like, oh, it's kind of good if you keep it on this one enemy that's huge for a really long time. Then you get it activated after what eight hours it stays apt for 20 minutes and then it's uh, it fails again <laughs> yeah immediately there, there's so like, much oh. insane shit in gears 5 like there's that which at least makes the sense from the fact that these new locusts are above ground they don't live underground anymore but then there's like that. there's still a lot of them underground the, though <laughs> it, it it's like these well, well the locusts aren't like some weird primordial race that have always been there they were created with with evil human science like 50 years ago and i'm like they have an endless underground (laughs) empire with a gigantic like doom hell castle yeah did they build that in 15 minutes yeah yeah i mean you're not going to tell me you're going to engineer a subterranean race of insect monsters and not program them to build a sick ass hell castle (laughs) (sighs) yeah it just sucks it sucks that in every does way. Suck. Man. Yeah. yeah they, that, like, that original concept for the locusts, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool sci-fi thing. Let's let's see what the nah, god damn it. Of course they fucked it up. Yeah. So. Yeah, the thing I thought of in my head, which was an apparently always fake of it, yeah, they came to this planet like 50 years ago, and then they found it, out later it, that they it, had so, creatures living so, underground. It's so <laughs> lame because once again, the wiki dive. It's like all the big monsters that the locusts used, none of those were created by super science. They just lived in the core of the earth. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like the brumac and the flying thing that was an enemy in Gears what? 3. Yeah. None, of those, none of those were created by science. Yeah. Those were just there. Okay, wait, no, so this the, is very the important. The locusts were created by combining DNA from those things with humans. 
Oh, oh yeah, they they okay. specifically said Why? they used minor orphans in order to fuse the human DNA with that to make new creatures. Why? They were That's trying weird. to find a cure for this condition. Oh, oh right. of course they were. Yeah. Yeah, thank when you for you watching mind... the sci-fi original movie. <laughs> they're trying to find <laughs> the cure like a cure for black lung so they can of, Yeah, there's like get... a sci-fi version of black lung. Yeah, they're trying to cure radioactivity black lung so that way they can be better at uh, harvesting uh, the, the gasoline stand-in for this universe. Yeah, it... it... Is playing through the game. I thought they were saying they were fusing human DNA with the lambent goo they found down there. No, they said creatures in the hollow. Okay. Yeah. And every time I learn something new about Gears of War, uh huh. Because you remember what Seventh Gen was like. Yeah, I do. And I, I remember having a PS3 and and slowly realizing, oh shit, everything runs better on the 360. And yes, you know they they've got a bunch of cool games over there. I don't have, but you know we've got some some exclusives. And every every yeah. time I learn something new about Gears of War, I really, really appreciate Resistance more. <laughs> I just, I want to go back <laughs> well, in time and tell me back in like, I don't know, 2008, 2009, like, hey, it's it's fine. Gears 2 is great, but you're good. Yeah, Gears 2 is great. Um, there's kind of, uh, as, as we all learned, there's a reason that people really don't talk about this franchise nowadays outside right. the context of Gears 2. And the worst part is, is, they can't make any of these games have an ending. Gears 5 does not have an ending. It just ends with you ward off the attack, and then they're like, we're going to go get the new queen. I said the and craziest shit in the world, and I told Bob I wouldn't say this on content, but I'm doing it now. <sighs> Gears, the new trilogy, because they set up a bunch of things of here's what Gears is about now with Gears 4 of Kate's clearly the descendant of the Locust Queen and all this stuff. We're going to look into this. Gears deserved The Last Jedi, where Gears 5 is just some asshole coming in and throwing away every plot line. Just being like, this is what it's about now. Your I, franchise sucks. I, I don't know what they're going to do, because we're already at the length of time that they normally ship a Gears game. Like, Judgment was 13, 4 was 16, 5 was 19. Yeah, they're so making their already, infinite. Yeah, we're already there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to finish this story. And honestly, I don't think they should. I, I think don't they think just. I'm at the point where it, I do not think they should make any more Gears games. I'm usually not that type of person, but after having gone through every single Gears game, I'm like, we're done. Microsoft will not give you enough creative control to innovate enough to make this interesting. Just put it down, walk away, and do anything else. You can do a reboot five years from now. Sure. Anyway, but it's like, I don't, I don't care about the, like what, why there's no emotional and I can't see how anybody could be emotionally invested in the plot of gears. At least you could be emotionally invested in the plot of mass effect. It has yeah. characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how it like, and I see people who are like, they need to stop making halo games. They should just stop making it entirely. And I'm like, no, they should start making good halo games. Like mm -hmm. halo is a universe I care about that has a bunch of characters and a lot of lore. That's interesting. Yeah, created by Bungie. <laughs> God. Gears and didn't have that moment. Epic didn't do that for gears. Gears universe is not that interesting. Gears characters are two dimensional.
Yeah, at this point, it's like, it, just it's, make some other sort of person shooters. It's cover shooting. It's it's insane. <laughs> that Kill Gears, Switch 2! <laughs> that, Gears, that Gears up until 4 had like the most nothing two-dimensional dude bro characters. Mm-hmm. But and you can't do anything but look back on them after four and five and be like, that was so much better. Instead, <laughs> you just instead, oh. you just gave us the exact same Zoomer brigade. That's everything. Now, the new Saints Row is that uh, Assassin's Creed that's... became that. Um, that new Tomb Raider sounds like it's going to be this with Lara Croft having a younger team. I, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're dead fucking wrong on this one, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just like it, it's. It, like the the alt girl with a highlight generic white dude scared black comedy nerd has become like the triumvirate of evil (laughs) where it's like when when you don't know what the fuck to write you bring out these archetypes they work together so well they're like horsemen of the writing your franchise into the ground apocalypse uh, I I would I would kill to have the Gears game where you're playing as grizzled old as dirt Marcus feet Marcus Phoenix and like every thirty minutes Foz says something stupid stupid and Marcus tells him to shut the fuck up like happened in that one scene that was the highlight of that game he's like Foz right and then Foz is like yeah that's my name and he goes shut the fuck up Foz <laughs> I was like Hell okay yeah. gonna need that on the soundboard old man Logan Marcus so, Phoenix let's um, do it. Yeah. So I picked the different choice for who lives and who dies than you guys did. Okay. How did that did go? Did you is there an equivalent to the scene? Uh cause with me, because I cause I, I chose JD to live, so Dell dies. Mm-hmm. Foz drives a truck through a wall and is just like, ha, huh, I saved your ass this time, Dell. Where's Dell? No. Yeah, no, that, that happens. Eee. That happens in these and they have that that back and forth. Oh, that we realize he saved. He yes. does save Dell. Yes, that does happen before the absolute end. Yeah. Okay, I, I was like, because because multiple people were like, no, if you pick if you pick Dell to live, he just vanishes from the story when JD gets like a couple scenes. You get the feeling when you save Dell that there's just a moment of I don't know. It, it, mm. The, ch- the choice doesn't feel like immediately impactful on every cutscene, because of course mm-hmm. they just need to have the select one that'll play at certain moments. So yeah. Anyways, they shouldn't make a gear six. I'm ready to take us out of this segment. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Whoa! The spoiler Whoa. tags disappearing. Maybe the next leap will be the leap that takes us home. Bob, what's up? Did you play anything? Well, actually, you know what? I played one more thing. Yeah. I'll talk about the one more thing. I played Katamari Rerolled. I'm convinced those sticks are not set up right sensitivity-wise because <laughs> I'll just push forward and the prince is like, I gotta go! And I'm like, whoa, dude, calm down. Just a little. Did you also get stuck on something and shed all your stuff? Because yes. that happened to me a couple times playing Reroll, and I don't think that happened in the original. It, it could happen in the original in very delicate circumstances. It happened twice in this super easily. This thing, for people who don't know, this isn't like a port or emulation of the original Katamari. It is. We remade that in Unity. Mm-hmm. So they added bad ambient occlusion uh, and a bunch of things like this where I'm like, I feel like this is wrong. Like, this is, this is just not right. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had enough time to finish that because we are working on our Gears of War ranking video, which is very exciting. That thing's coming together way better 
than I would expect and way better than the franchise deserves. Uh, <laughs> but please be excited for that. I think it's going to go up early for Gigaboo's Prime patrons. Um, but aside from that, that's that's all I played other than Vanquish. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Vanquish is better than any Gears game. Yeah, of course. It's Like, easily. It's not even close. And that ending is beautiful. <laughs> it is. Agro, do you know uh, about the uh, ending of I Vanquish? feel like I did at one point. Oh, we're putting up the spoiler tag because I just need to say it. The Hillary Clinton surrogate. Mm-hmm. Who is just... Hillary Clinton. She I, I remember that. Yes. Who works with the Russians to instigate a war to juice up the economy. Says, I'm resigning from being president and blows her brains out. And it is graphic. It's the funniest shit in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Uh, on the subject of games that are better than Gears, uh, Mass Effect 3 is better Ooh. than most Gears games. Because at least in Mass Effect 3, you get to be a Super Saiyan. And uh, you ha- if you pick Vanguard, at least, you get to fly across the map and shoulder check someone and then throw a big Saiyan ball <laughs> and blow them up. And you can do that forever. Just keep flying across the map, shoulder checking people. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's these things in Mass Effect. There's these people called biotics. Uh-huh, yeah. And, uh, and they're very th- they basically... Oh. They had... They had... Uh, Element zero, like the the magic the magic fuel source, like injected into them. So mm. now they have psychic powers. Right. And one of the classes is uh, you're a, you're a psionic who who is very direct. You use shotguns, and your abilities are pick an enemy and fly through objects at them as fast as you can and hit them really hard. And uh, you also get like shove. And you get if you do uh, if you do some of the side quests, you get what is literally like the Big Bang attack. Cool. And you can you so you just fly across the map through terrain and cover and delete an enemy. Then you shotgun both his friends and throw and throw the spirit bomb at the guy a little bit further away. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to say a few words for Vanquish and then I'm good. Okay. Vanquish amazing third person cover shooter the peak of the absolute genre N- nothing is remotely close sorry binary domain heads you're just you're just wrong there's no chance i will play that game someday i'm certain i mean and we have to for that month right because uh <laughs> seven gen wonderland won the second theme month so we're playing it we will know we will see that game's incredible. Every third-person shooter should have insane mechanics where it's like, keep picking up the same gun and you will level up that gun forever. Like, like you get 10 whole levels out of it. They upgrade the ammo capacity, reload stuff, and all these things. That is an important part of Resident Evil 4 5 experience that's missing in Gears that is there in Vanquish. The idea of guns can improve. We can make your shit better. Stuff can get cooler. You can make an effort on how you play the game. What, what if we got yourself... you a ran- bunch of random powers assigned to a robot? That's the same thing, right? <laughs> What's the robot called? Jack. I would love to jack off. <laughs> how how does Jack compare to the owl in Killzone Shadowfall? No. no. You know how the owl's responsive at all? <laughs> Jack is like, okay, I want him to do this thing. I hit the button. 
Okay, he's working on it. Yeah, th I'm that's... Jack got buttons. Jack, Jack, <laughs> and he's less responsive. We, we, yes. Let me check check this out. We had to find Jack holes to tell Jack to go into. <laughs> it sucked. We skipped over that because it was an innovation I just didn't even did, want did to talk have, about. Like Jack levels where he had to like mind control little other robots to solve puzzles or. No, weirdly enough, we didn't. That moment where you were thinking was horrifying for me. It I seemed just... like it could have been in there. <laughs> but yeah, Vanquish, amazing. I'm done talking about it. Bob, what's up? You want to say any words for Vanquish before we move on? Um, dodging and then going slow-mo and, and killing guys is cool. Oh yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> what a great feeling game. I like that if you exhaust your, your energy gauge, your stamina gauge, you just start doing like... Normally, you do a really fast dodge roll, mm -hmm. but if you do that and your your generator needs to refresh, you start doing an almost Demon Souls fatty roll. It's really funny <laughs> nice. and really good. Oh, that's that's so good in a, in a, in a, in a rocket slide cover shooter. That, right, right. <laughs> that's beautiful. You, you just start. <laughs> uh, but that's it for me. Anything else, Bob? Oh, we also played uh, Pokemon. Gen 5 was last week. Let me week. tell you about this, the legacy of Pokemon Days. The legacy of Pokemon Days. And it hit its absolute fever pitch with 5th Gen is... Well, we're just going to try the Elite Four. Obviously, we won't win. <laughs> that... If he, that ending of 5th Gen could give someone an ulcer. It is so high stress as we're going up against shit where more than nine levels beneath and we're just barely picking the right moves at the right time and chugging hyper potions and doing all this shit. And it's just every moment it's like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make uh, it. That was my experience even back in the day. Yeah. See, I was like, like by the end when you're fucking going up against. Um, gets us. Yeah. I'm like, it's a good thing I have this legendary to sweep some of his guys. Yes, luckily we too had a legendary Verizon Wireless. <laughs> I could have spent a couple hours on our copy going and getting Verizon, but instead I had a spare Verizon on my, you know, my older copy. So I just traded that over to save two or three hours of work off stream or on. Luckily, just barely fucking worked out with this because weirdly enough Horizon was not over leveled it was not like a Palkia his stats are not like a Palkia or something like that mm -hmm. um any words to say regarding Thunderous no uh, God. <laughs> he sucks he sucks and he has justified all of my ire for him <laughs> what a piece of crap <laughs> let me tell you the truth I uh I have this weird thing where I can't split Mm -hmm. uh, fifth and sixth gen in my okay. head anymore. So fifth gen is the two D one on the DS at the end, black and white. Mm -hmm. Sixth gen is France, where it's three D. And as everyone on on planet Earth has made sure I knew was coming, a fat kid likes to dance. Right. Yeah. And they remake Radiant Forest. That that honestly <laughs> is the worst thing in that game. Oh, yeah. That's still that. upsetting to me. I forgot they did that. <laughs> I had to sit there while my brother's like playing his first Pokemon game since first gen. And he's just like, you motherfuckers have seriously been doing this shit for 20 years. And I'm like, I swear, I swear to you, it's not this every fucking time. Oh Did this God. this that, game is pandering X to you and it's ruining it. X and Y is also like, here's a free Charizard, aren't they? They also do that. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like, here's your Gen 1 starter, choose. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I think yeah. it was I think it was just Charizard because they because I don't think Blastoise and uh Venusaur had mega evolutions until later. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, that that uh I'm looking forward to sixth gen. If for no other reason than I, I can use an Xbox controller wirelessly with the 3DS with a network IP hack. It's pretty cool. Neat. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you no longer have to delicately hold it or else everything breaks. <laughs> yeah. 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 It got really oh bad God. towards the end of fifth gen. Yeah. The, since Dan's like on zero sleep passing out, he literally dropped the system. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. That actually happened nice. once. It ejected the cart and we had to redo oh, a run. Fuck. But that was after we beat the game, luckily. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I'm I'm completely devastated on that day. We're finishing fifth gen, like under two and a half hours of sleep, and been up for a while, and I'm just struggling. I literally cover myself on screen with a drawing because I'm like I look like shit, and it's just beautiful. It was a beautiful stream. That that ending, that struggle. Yeah, it's our our attempt that wasn't supposed to be the winning run. No. Gets no, turned into a, the winning run. No, we literally head in going, we're going to grind. Mm -hmm. And then we just luck through the Elite Four, and I'm like, well, let's see how far this goes. And I'm like, oh, we just oh, barely did it. It's always the best. And then Getsa shows up, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we're fucked, you guys. We're completely and utterly fucked. It, it's so nice playing a Pokemon that's like a good, hard RPG. Yeah. Like, it's a legitimate challenge. Right. Almost every gen up until then, we finish the gen, and me and Bob look at each other and go, it seems like that should have been that easy. That felt a little bit easier than it should have been. I think the only other one that came close was Soul Silver, mm -hmm. where we literally won with the War of Attrition. Yes, on the Pokemon whose name we were supposed to change to Attrition. Uh, but yeah, I love Fifth Gen. That replay for Pokemon Days completely one hundred ten percent justified that love mm -hmm. that I've expressed over the last what, how many years has it been since they made the best Pokemon game ten. Uh, what what an amazing experience! I would gladly do it again, and hopefully after Scarlet and Violet come out, uh, because we're skipping it for now, we can get back to doing uh black and white version two because Bob's never done that, and they spruce it up. Yeah, I don't route. actually know what those are. So black and white version two actually has a completely new story. It's a direct sequel to black and white. Oh, um, you get. Like, they throw all the other DEXs in there, basically. Like, you just get Pokemon from all these different generations and the 150 for Unova. You start in a completely different part that's completely new. And then it roots back in. So you're just getting to learn about all these characters who, you know, what happened to them in the years since. Wow. I wish I had understood that at the time. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah, because they, they'd never done that before. Everything else has just been, it's the third version. Right? I'm like, oh, it's right. the third version. I never get those. Whatever. Right. Yeah. No, this was a great one. It also has um, even more amazing music, which 5th Gen already has a really great soundtrack, like peak Pokemon soundtrack. But then this has its Cole Rest theme, and Cole Rest's theme is like the best song in Pokemon. And also uh, the Champions theme in Black and White Version 2 is some Sailor Fuku shit. It is the best. Uh, but yeah, anyway. That's it for 5th Gen. I hope everyone's looking forward to Poke Monday's The Ride Down. At a certain point, we will just <laughs> unlock asking for a drawing from any gen. 
because they are going to add fewer and fewer Pokemon going forward. At least Sun and Moon will have a good story, and I'll be all fun. I'm going to have fun playing through them. Yeah. yeah. I am. Sun and Moon were good. Yeah. Yeah, Sun and Moon were so good. That's part of why I, like, stare in disappointment at Sword and Shield. It's like, all you had to do was make a game as good as Sun and Moon again. I thought it was right. fucking weird that they didn't do a second version of Sun and Moon that was just on the Switch. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. such a surefire thing, that and then they a, went That was ultra. a serious missed opportunity. Yeah, I feel like there were even fake leaks about it. Like, yeah, obviously there people were would Pokemon want that. Stark, and people were like, "Look, if you just put the menus on top of each other on one screen, it looks like it was designed for that." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It, it's so frustrating because it felt like an up ramp until then. Until we got Ace Gen, it was like. What'd you do? Well, and ultras. <laughs> you you got to keep in mind, a lot of people were super disappointed by Ultra Sun. They yeah, were disappointed the story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ultra Sun and Moon is just like, what if we made the same game again, but made the story worse? Yeah, because like most of the time when they do a third version, it's a much more yeah. meaningful upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. I'm done talking. Bob. Oh, yeah. I played a few things. Yeah. I got to play a couple rounds of the Splatoon 3 Splatfest. Fuck you. Sorry, and I it, was asleep perfectly during the entire time it was up. Like, I only got to play it because I didn't sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm fine with it now. <laughs> um, anyone else play it? Nah. Okay. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> they have gotten rid of the gender choice, and now it's literally just body type choice. Okay. And that, that also means it frees up parasiles beyond any body type. Oh, thank, thank God. God. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Fucking, fucking yeah. shit. Good. The boys awesome. were stuck yeah, with the we're worst going in that direct. Mm-hmm. We're going that direction in basically every game now. Good. I'm always astonished when Nintendo is on top of that sort of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Nin- Nintendo honestly seems like they got on board first. I, it's I not like even about... One, it's not I even about like that. Of, go ahead, go Bob. Ahead. Okay. It's not even about them not getting on this exact trend fast it's about them not covering anything trend fast like there's something else in this game i'm going to talk about oh okay i i appreciate all the things where they're like we finally integrated things that were in call of duty 4 modern warfare where it's hmm. like you can have a nameplate yeah <laughs> <laughs> like fucking shit and it still has you only get two maps per hour yeah, that's well. I mean, that's the uh, that's the je ne sais quoi of a Splatoon. Yeah, you, you have to have that. Uh huh. Sure, Bob. On <laughs> camera, I have to pretend that I can see you, even though I'm just staring at aggro. Right. Because in the video layout, it looks correct. Mm-hmm, of course. They don't know. No, no move back <laughs> forward. I'll, I'll just look at you and pretend you're Bob. Never look away. <laughs> and I am looking directly at Dan. Definitely not aggro's back. <laughs> You've got my back, Bob. I'm I'm so excited for Splatoon 3. Bob, tell me more. Um, they also, the motion controls feel better. I've heard that apparently they reduced the amount of motion smoothing, so it feels like there's less input lag on it in general. It, it, yeah, if I, if I was going to say, like, you know how you fix the, the motion controls for Splatoon 2? You reduce the fucking input lag they introduced over Splatoon 1, so yes. I bet that is just it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's probably a mix of both, because it does... You, there was definitely a huge amount of lag you could feel into. Yes. No, um, it's measured. It mm-hmm. is, it, it, like, someone's quantified that. It's like 20 or 30 milliseconds, which is... If I can notice 8... Then. they still make the i think completely boneheaded decision of if you have motion control on you cannot aim up or down with the analog stick so you can't just use it to refine your aim you literally uh, have to use it instead yeah no, that's really weird that sucks. It, it's i never like, understood that they're the only people doing it 
Uh-huh. We now have several other games that have motion control on console. Like I think Fortnite does it. I mean, even Doom from, Eternal does it. Even from Nintendo, like Breath of the Breath Wild. Breath of the Wild did yeah. it before Splatoon One. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> that was before Splatoon Two. All they had to do was get in a time machine. <laughs> so it's really frustrating to be like, "Yep, you still are doing this." Mm-hmm. And I guess people have tested the uh, the online. Um, the tick rate. The tick rate. Yeah. It's exactly the same as two. Of course it is. I didn't expect them to ever fix that. It's It Nintendo. was better in one, apparently. What? Yeah, apparently one has a better tick rate than two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, because we need to make sure everyone's informed, uh, tick rate is how many times the game state is updated. The importance of this is keeping everyone's state on the same page and having responsive deaths and things occur. You know that moment where you go, ha, I got them, and then it seems retconned, and no, you didn't, and you're dead? That is because the tick rate is way too low. A lot of games, the tick rate's like 30. Splatoon, I think it's 12 times a second or something. Yeah, they're about. It is, it is not high. Yeah, it is it, very much not high. Yeah, I think Splatoon 1's big, better tick rate than 2 is it's 15 instead of 12. Right. <laughs> it's like, like oh, man, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick that new sword and do Dark Souls backstab where I teleport <laughs> through five things yes. to uh, backstab them. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Maybe with the next console, with the next platoon, they'll finally figure it out. Maybe. Other than that, I don't have much to say. It's it's very much this is platoon with a couple new weapons. But it also just looks way cooler. Like it's got a lot of stuff in it this time that wasn't there last time when it comes to like accessories, shops, things like that. Yeah, like I'm I don't really the, I don't get the mess with that in the, this at all. Like also, they, there are fifty percent more teams. Fact. Yes, you there were two. Choices. There are now three. Were you on the winning team? Uh, yes, I actually was. Fuck you. I see. Tosh sobbed before she drank heavily. <laughs> it's your goddamn fault. Can't believe Bob betrayed Tosh like this. Don't Next worry, Pokemon I, Mondays is going to be tense. I mostly lost. Because <laughs> I was trying all the new weapons. And I was like, okay, I'm not good at this game. Bob's like, it's okay. I went out and did my worst. <laughs> I tried to get Tosh to win too. <laughs> I keep waiting for uh, the memes I saw going around for what these choices are going to evolve to. Of you have two reasonable choices, and the third one's just Fortnite. <laughs> it's like, I don't know which one's better, Spider Man or Amazing Spider Man? Probably Fortnite. Probably yeah, Fortnite. I really like that. Was like every third choice should just be Fortnite. Yes, regardless of what the the theme is. Epic's just like sure, go ahead. <laughs> this is good advertising. God, now I'm imagining human-sized inklings in Fortnite. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! No. Why have you said that out loud? See, just make. See, what you need to do is just make them the normal size of inklings, and just have their hitbox be a normal human size. Just, just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got headshot. Somebody shot a three feet above my head. Oh well. No, I, I want straight up like the the PUBG melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya costume style just fully human proportion in really shitty like low quality inkling costume cosmetics <laughs> full grown man in tiny bike shorts yes. and a tight white t-shirt that would be really good <laughs> they're just something that hits different about PUBG crossovers you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- uh, I think they got a near one, so they have like the most horrible looking version of near characters. Oh yeah, that sounds right. 
flavorful. That's terrible. Um, other than that, all I played was uh, Gravity Circuit, a uh, game that's got a demo on Steam. It's an indie game that's very much trying to be like a Mega Man X style. Mm. It's got like Super Nintendo era graphics, uh, 2D side scrolling. You play as a robot character going after not robot masters. Oh, no? No, they're different. Robot Monsieurs? Right. Robot they, circuits. Are they Mavericks? <laughs> are they irregular? No, surprisingly, they all look a lot like your main character, but with different headpieces and different shoulder pieces. It's very strange. All right. Sure. Um, but it's it tries to add a whole bunch of different uh, attacks and things, kind of like an anti-creates game. Uh-huh. But it feels balanced at all. Like the whole thing's so nothing like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so you have all these m- movement options you need to use. Like you have a grappling hook mm-hmm. and you can uh, dash and you okay. do get good at, you know, using the swing mechanic. Yeah. And that sort of stuff and not just, well, it's about speed runs. <laughs> okay. And the entire combat's melee focus. You have like hand to hand combat and like a three hit combo. And you have sp- get special moves that are literally you build up an EX bar as you kill guys and then let's, let's you do something like, uh, it's doing a drop to a dude or something like that. Cool. Do you get a sure you can? Yes. I was going to be shitty about it, but that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> Holy shit. I guess I'll shut up. <laughs> and that's when the class bully befriended someone. <laughs> uh, can you teach me to play Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> that's when Bob pulls out his lighter. <laughs> Uh, but it looks pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing through a couple levels. Bosses have a very different feel to them than a Mega Man game because there's a bunch about like, okay, you need to position yourself to combo dudes. Mm-hmm. And I wish that it didn't have touch damage for bosses at least because you have a, you, as you punch, you move forward a little bit. So you have to walk back far enough so you can do it like the three hit combo and not walk yourself into them as you punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which doesn't feel great. And they have plenty of attacks that are like mid and short range. So it feels like, yeah, you could probably just have them only do damage when when an attack is happening. Mm. Feel a lot more. It sounds like you're mm, bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go to the Dark Souls fandom uh, school of thought and say you should get good. OK, uh-huh. you're right. That's a part of the gameplay is managing your space mm-hmm. in the battle, Bob. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's not. In Dark Souls, you shove your entire body up the boss's ass <laughs> to avoid his attack animations. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your information. Get good. And by good, we mean uh, get up dead ass. <laughs> that is what that stands for. Yeah, no. Uh, th- I, I actually was talking about this game last week on Big Thick Dimension with the list of games that are using a Game Boy Color art style because all the came all the character sprites in this are following the rules of the Game Boy Color. So they can only have three colors. I noticed that, but the backgrounds don't feel like they follow that at all. No. So it didn't really click for me. Yeah. I, I think the backgrounds are still pulling from the color limitation as in like of the palette of the entire available colors okay. on the Game Boy Color. But I haven't looked into it, but the, the sprites are really what is exactly that. Very deliberately that. Um, Mina, the whatever. The Howler? 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 No. Something like that. No, I, none of that. Uh, Hawaiian? Yeah, Mina the Hawaiian. Right. Okay. Uh, that uh, Yacht Club Pretty Games small. game. Uh, that, okay, Hollower. Hala Hala. Hollower. Yeah. Shock, oh, yeah. Shock Dalla. Anyway, anyway. 
Uh, that is much more very direct. Everything is yeah. following the Game Boy Color limitation on graphics. Uh, but I've been really excited for Gravity Circuit. I'm excited to play it uh, sometime after I uh, sleep at all. Uh, unfortunately, it's just a little bit beneath that on the priority list. But you enjoyed it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Let the demo let you play like two levels, and it has a little tutorial thing. Is I it coming out soon? I don't know exactly when it's coming out. Okay. Oh, yeah, the other really cool mechanic got the grappling hook can be used on enemies, and if you kill them, you grab them. And it can show them, and the, that's oh, actually a much stronger oh, yeah. attack. Ooh, that's awesome. That's neat. And Good you can, shit. You can grab projectiles out of there too, like a bunch of. There's the dude who like shows a football like thing at you, and you grab it and show it back, and he explodes in one hit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Like, Man. okay, you get it. <laughs> what are we getting? Another bionic commando? <laughs> <laughs> this is the closest I can think because the grapple does remind me a lot of that. Yeah, they don't have any listed release date for this. That's so unfortunate. Mm. I've been excited for this game for a while. I've been following the developer on Twitter. Need to go play this demo. Because I'm finding out increasingly uh -huh. that everyone is pulling at HBO Max because apparently uh, uh, Barbara Westchester is no longer available on YouTube. So I have to treat everything in my life like it might just disappear. Yeah. It turns out the reason Barbara Westchester is no longer on YouTube, one, there's the newer version, mm -hmm. which uh, looks a lot nicer, which you get. It's an animated film. There, There's your context. Anyways, okay. you get uh, access to that as a patron. Okay. Um, two... Uh, film festivals do not want to let people at their film festival that have their thing available to watch on YouTube. Yes. Because they haven't gotten used to the concept of YouTube is infinitely dense. Yeah, it's really frustrating. I remember we heard about those rules years ago. Oh, yeah. No, I worked on projects in this region where they're like, we're not going to put it on YouTube. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because then we can't get into this festival, hopefully. Was that well, many? Why? <laughs> because that's how I feel important. Why? I, I think festivals should let things that are on YouTube in. Uh, they should get I a clue it, because the internet is infinitely it, dense. Like, I, I think, uh, I think people in, and organizations in general should stop pretending that it's 1996. Yeah, I know. It's like when YouTube the subject of the internet comes up. Guys, we're doing a midnight launch for Big Think Dimension from now on. Go to your local GameStop. <laughs> Get in line an hour in advance. But yeah. Anyways, so I'm gonna have to try that demo before they HBO Max it, <laughs> just like okay. Barbara Westchester did. Why? Why can't we go back to Pepsi Maxing things? <laughs> I want to get my big thing to mention cassette tape. Ooh, damn son, where'd you get that at? You you know if you if you start putting these episodes on cassette tape, we might actually turn a profit on this shit. <laughs> Hey guys, the only homegrown podcast network in Niceville, Florida. We have some cassettes. We're going to be selling them out in front of the big lots next Wednesday. We gotta Come on by. We got to sell them with those Japanese pencils that are actually big enough to rewind a cassette with. <laughs> Good. Uh, but yeah. And it, it, did you play anything else, Bob? No, that's it. Good. <laughs> hey, Chris, you play video games? Yeah, I played a bunch of stuff. Uh, Soul Hackers 2 came out. I put about 30 hours into that. I'm fucking envious. Um, <laughs> uh, that game's a lot more budget than I expected, but at the same time, it feels... What's the term I'm looking for? Like, almost uplifting? Because, yes, this is a very budget game, but it has more money than this tier of game used to have. 
So yeah, it feels okay. there's this feeling of nature is healing, and in a few mm. more years, maybe we'll be back to having middleware JRPGs that aren't all hallways. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, is, that being said, is this all hallways? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the trailer did trade me. I didn't expect that. But but Atlas, like even Persona 5 has the budget dimension. Mm-hmm. of the procedurally generated dungeon and this mm-hmm. has a budget dimension but at least it's designed okay like it's not random there is so an end so it's not a roguelike explain <laughs> uh it, this has really good music all the stuff in presentation is really great uh it looks fucking immaculate on a next-gen console because mm-hmm. it just it just looks so smooth and shiny because it can be at 4k yeah that shit was. Like I said, the dungeons are mostly all hallways. They do have ideas sometimes. Like there's one where it's like, uh, there's these doors, and when you go through the door, it shuts like all these other doors. But these other doors, these third set of doors open. So you have to find like the right route through this area to for the doors to open and close. And there's mm-hmm. like a teleporter maze in one section. Atlas fucking loves teleporter mazes. Ooh. Um, Pokemon the combat didn't system, have any of those. <laughs> they the, combat sy- the combat system is a lot more basic than SMT5 or 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I, I'm never one to say that a, a company shouldn't innovate, but press turn really is the most perfect turn-based combat system ever designed. It really at least ranks for, high At least up for there. SMT. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't ha- use press turn. It uses a thing called a stack. So every time you hit a weakness, you get one on the stack. And then at the end of your, their turn, something called the Sabbath happens <laughs> where you where you summon as many demons as is as, as numbers on the stack and they deal damage to every enemy. Is the Sabbath um, a fire sale of hell? Sounds like a blue black deck. I don't <laughs> and, there, and there's and there's stuff you can do to affect the stack like um, characters can earn passive skills where it's like. If you hit, if this character hits weakness with fire, you get two on the stack instead of one. Or uh, uh, if you use this, uh, they're called commander skills, but they're like a skill anybody in the party can use, and they recharge after so many turns. So it's like, well, you, you can use this commander skill, and every single action gets one additional thing to the stack, even if it doesn't hit a weakness. So if you if you do it right, you can get up to like a stack of twelve. Hmm. and deal an enormous amount of damage uh the problem is it doesn't have some of the elements of press turn where it's like there's because in press turn the way press turn works if you don't know is um you have four characters you get four turns agro don't touch that don't 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 touch Uh, (laughs) you get you get four turns if you hit a weakness you get a half turn Hmm. And, a, and a half turn means that you go back to the first character and it's a full action, but you can't like infinitely stack them. That's why hmm. it's a half turn. Uh, but the way that works is one enemies also get them. So if an enemy hits your weakness, they get a half turn. And uh, if you hit an enemy strength, like it's something they resist or block entirely, you lose a turn. It just takes the last one off. Or if you really fuck up and be like, I'm going to use uh, the the thunder spell that hits everybody. Oh, shit. Three of those enemies were immune to thunder. There goes all my turns. 
Soul Hackers 2 doesn't have any mechanic like that, so you can real so even if it doesn't matter if you get your weaknesses get hit or your um you hit their strengths, other than you don't do damage and you take more damage. Mm -hmm. Huh. Um but like I said, really nice on the presentation angle. Uh the the character designs are all really strong this time. Even the shopkeepers, because they have like big full art of the shopkeepers when you go into a shop. I was curious. Um, do you just have the main girl on the party and then the rest are demons? Or does no, each... you have you have a party of four characters and you equip demons to them. You have okay. like your, your you have like your collection of uh, eight to twelve demons. It's like you can expand your deck up to twelve. And you mm -hmm. just equip one okay. onto each person. So it's like a middle step between normal SMT and Digital Devil Saga, where Digital, Digital Devil Saga had something a bit more away from demons, but you still ultimately like use demon spells and stuff. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. It's going to be weird if the game has as much left as I think it does, because it's going to be wow, this game sure had like five things happen in the span of 50 hours. Enough, right? Which, which, which is a very like dungeon crawler SMT type thing where it's like, no, there's barely any story. Uh, this does have like pretty well produced cutscenes though, like where characters interact and do things and there's camera angles and it's better than Persona 5 in that regard even. <laughs> Uh, this was made in Unity. It says on the splash screen when you boot it, made with Unity. That's interesting. You figure it would have been Unreal Engine, right? Huh. Maybe this was in development the same time as SMT5, where it's like, well, we need to have people who, like, we need to have an Unreal team and a Unity team. Yeah, it, it definitely had to have been in development at the same time. Uh, them working on two different third-party engines uh, parallel is very, very interesting, though. It at least shows that they got those demon models working on anything. Which, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the demon models also look really nice. It's nice to see some really old designs come back. Yes. And, uh, and, and see how nice they're rendered in this art style. Uh, but I don't want to say too much about the plot, other than that I really like the main character, Ringo. Because her whole thing is that she's really condescending to everybody, but is also really dumb. <laughs> Ooh, a YouTuber. <laughs> uh, let's see. I also played Nabanner Bananer? No, no, Bananer Nabanner. That's what it's called. Is is that right? Wasn't it Banana Nababa? It is a remake of that. Okay, and okay. All right. It is so in 2007 a freeware <laughs> game called Banana Nababa came out. Abadagaba. I, I will it believe is, you. <laughs> it is a. It is a very. It was a very simple little boss rush game where you fought six, six bosses in a row. Uh, you had an infinite supply of Castlevania axes uh, that go in an arc, and like a knife that you throw straight. That's the dream. And now, fifteen years later, they released uh, Banana Nabanner. <laughs> a remake right? of it, uh, which is which is free on Steam. Mm -hmm. Go get it right now. Uh, I didn't beat it. I got up to the fifth boss. I don't like that they went with like a they went because because the first game the original had like a very cave story type aesthetic with like the sprites and everything. 
-hmm. And this one has more of a garbage pale kids type aesthetic where, where it has, it has multiple playable characters. They're all hideous. Um, it's just like Nidhogg 2. Yes, it is almost exactly like Nidhogg 2 even. Uh, the collectibles to unlock more characters are golden nose hairs. (laughs) Ah. Uh, but it, but it's it's pretty neat. It's 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 nice. It's nice uh, as a free game. It was very nostalgic to be like, man, this really is that same game except way uglier because I don't know why you decided this needed to be ugly. Uh, it is funny that the second character you unlock is just useless because they have a hitbox four times the size of the first character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I recommend people check that out. I also played. Uh, Sonic and the Fallen Star? The fuck is... Okay. Tell That's me about a Sonic it. fan game. Of course. Awesome. Uh, it's sure a Sonic fan game. Now, now, when you say Sonic fan game, do you uh-huh. mean like it was in that special part of Newgrounds? Or <laughs> uh, No, this is an executable you download to your computer. Oh, wow. It's a Sonic EXE. Is it what is what Chris is saying. This has very gorgeous presentation. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they, it's like they, I didn't play the advanced games. I have to assume this leans a little bit into the advanced aesthetics and it feels like it leans a little bit into the advanced level design, but it looks almost like, um, like, like wonder Swan color Sonic almost, but with Ooh. like a much wider color palette. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. It has a lot of Sonic fan games, things like there's cut scenes between zones uh, Sonic has the super peel out. Cool. <laughs> uh, it has very Sonic fan gamey ideas, like the elemental shields from Sonic 3. You know those? Oh no, you're becoming uh, a digital cyber demon. Oh no. This is surprisingly the first time this has happened since we've gone live. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it, is it fixed yet? Yeah, you're yeah. good. Okay. Uh, well, you know the elemental shields in Sonic 3? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It has those, but, and, and maybe this is a thing in some one of the uh, advanced games do, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're all shapes now. Like, uh, like electric is like a square barrier and fire is like a triangular barrier. Huh. Maybe they do that in the advanced games. I don't remember that, but I haven't like played those a ton. Yeah, so it's like, that's not something I needed, but I guess it's neat. It's like a very fan gamey idea in my mind. Mm. Uh, they go with the hidden rings for uh, chaos emeralds I think they hide them too well <laughs> I, I was uh, worried cer- you were talking about secret rings <laughs> they certainly hide them a lot better than Sonic 3 and Knuckles did uh, yeah. the, the chaos emerald stage is pretty cool it's like uh, it, it's, it's all another it's like CD or Mania where you're behind Sonic and he's chasing something mm-hmm. um but yeah, it has very nice music. It's very, very pretty. Uh, I recommend people check it out, you know, because like, once again, it's a fan game. It's free. You can just go get it. Sonic and the Fallen Star. Cool. It, how edgy is the plot? Is it like uh, Not at all. Okay. All right. It, it, it doesn't have any dialogue yet. It's like a fallen star that puts off power fell. Sonic has to get it before Eggman. And then, and then you fail to get it before Eggman, and it explodes into five pieces, and you have to go pick get the pieces. And Amy's dead, but really, who cares? <laughs> yeah, Amy died of COVID like Chris Thorndike. 
<laughs> Nothing will be the same ever again. Just to be clear, I've never watched Sonic X, and I plan on doing that. So that fucking fan game's gonna be living rent free in my brain the whole time. Of oh, it's tragic. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, but that's all I played worth talking about. Hmm. I guess then that means <laughs> we have to talk about the it's coming I can feel it the podlord <laughs> yes that's right podlords oh fuck <laughs> oh shit podlords <laughs> in a weird small window <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're even better this way. <laughs> it, it, it's a new form, uh, efficient form factor. <laughs> but yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Borb Up, Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shibuya Gato. The Arabian Sand Boa. Yes, this is a real snake. <laughs> Good snake. Cloud Strife in a dress. Two. <laughs> Finally, the sequel we've all been waiting for. We've all been waiting. Yeah. For... Oh, okay. Thank God. Thought it was just me for a second. One or one shades of wonderful remastered. Bland cringe is the genre of Saints Row 2022, and there are so many different varieties of softlock. I could there, there are so many different varieties of softlock I can take. Dropped out of 109. Ugh. WTF, Spider-Man? It's September. You know what that means. Out of season early Halloween profile pictures for some reason. Uh, what are you, a family dollar? <laughs> DFW3K. Tom Bizzle relaxing after finishing writing Gears 5 and Battlefield Hardline. Uh, you, you see, he has, he has ham fists. <laughs> I can zoom in if you want. I, <laughs> I do not. Oh, okay. To do that. I have no hands, and I must write. <laughs> so how's Gears going, you guys? He's so smart and funny, too. Are those the bricks he kills women with? <laughs> yes, yes, actually. <laughs> Kristen. Figma Demi Nocturne and Raido Kusanoha Devil Summoner Serotonin Edition. B and 12. Behold my son. Be already beholden him. True. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Bjork. Matty Moe. Iron Aggro. Blindle Blue. Schlindis Poo. Lad, 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 lad! <laughs> yep, there it is. It's real and there forever. <laughs> <laughs> we can't undo this, unfortunately. It's too late. <laughs> 
Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden. Cooper Tank. When you see this, pass the remote will be on vacation and finally getting to play 13 Sentinels. Please, no spoilers. Welcome to the other side. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez, Dante, I'm a talking pair of swords. This can hurt people, you know. Cut them off and make the blood pour out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, modern community, get on that shit right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, I think you can use Royal Guard to parry this, but you gotta be used. The time is really specific. Uh. <laughs> One's Morty, the other's Rick. No. If you're not very good at games, you should probably just pick Swordmaster and keep it the whole game. <laughs> he do be drinking, though. Aww. Indigo Sykes. <laughs> good try, Team... Uh, uh, good try, Team Scissors. Your experience will be valuable in future Splatfests. <laughs> It's ominous. But, but I, I was I was told that Big Man's team was always Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Hmm. My face when wifed. <laughs> you see, that's Maractus Phoenix. This is what Pokemon Days does. It, that is a complete fabrication. That is clearly Eminem. <laughs> we know. <laughs> that came in immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry it's Florida. Whether it's inside the prison or outside, it all looks the same. AI ho, probably. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> A raccoon letting the next podlord know that Yokotaro has already been a VTuber and had retired. Ah. <laughs> Shinji16 wants to remind you that he's not somewhere you'd call Earth. He's uh, talking to a cuff, and oh yeah, fuck all of SCOTUS. <laughs> what a value fact into that one. <laughs> My mortal enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Podlord. <laughs> Why couldn't they be off-rooting gears? <laughs> Dragon Quest 10 offline Western release info be like. And guys, you need to understand there's no image. Yeah, of course not. It's just the default <laughs> Patreon image. <laughs> I, I expect the eggs from Twitter. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no, I'm sad. Not to be outdone by Tim Sweeney, NetEase also buys a dead cat from the pet store. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot mm. believe that Big Think Premonition came sure one week ago, so that way it could set up for this podlord for this week's news. <laughs> the Superman. Lane's World 25. That's right. We're gonna cheat. <laughs> See, that's Verizon. <laughs> oh, Some people may view my tactics as cheating. I view it as saving the stream a couple hours. Saraline. Tomothy Fister is playing Chrono Cross and really appreciates that it actively rewards the player for telling Kid to fuck off. <laughs> yep. Bearded Joe. And I want you to know, I, I, I put your image in here, Bearded Joe, because I realized that looks too close to Marcus Phoenix's dad if he was a locust. <laughs> That's I mean, all he I does appear to be a brilliant scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we get a scientist locust? I don't know! They, that would have been so much better! 
The writers of Gears is too stupid to understand the goal they have. 100%. <laughs> Cleochrome. Crungle Spum. BBW Wild Wings 420 is growing strong and healthy, like Minmo. Frosty Noodle, but no longer frosty due to summer temperatures and denied. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank, Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Oh, jeez. Thank you, pod lords. Oh, jeez. If you'd like to become a pod lord, <laughs> oh, no. you can Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Oh, you can give us money there. Oh, you get things in return. <laughs> things, like, well, things like early access to chugging bleach. Oh, man, we watch all the bleach, even the bad stuff like the Bound Arc. I can't believe we watched that, Rick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll also get extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonition premonitions when those shows force us to leave ideas on the floor. Oh, man, there's a lot of things on the floor, Rick. I might trip. Oh, jeez. You also get a patron-exclusive show once a month where you get to vote on what I'm done. Uh, you can vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and talk about. It's patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. Uh, and if you don't have any money, uh, it always helps immensely to host us on Thursdays or raid or just tell your friends. Uh, if you give us more money, I will never do that voice again. Patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. That, that is true. If we see that number go up, he will never do that voice again. Yeah, Dan, I would like to change my, my answer from the last mailbag about going back in time and unaliving a video game. <laughs> cool. I wonder what to. <laughs> it's uh, a fucking mystery, gang. Dan, we saw for that to talk about how you played as Morty a lot in, in multiverses. You know, you can just not out me on stream. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. You could just not it fucking was, bring it up. It's sure horrible. Bob, that's not even that's not even the worst part. No. The worst part isn't the fact I play as Morty. The worst part is I spent real money to get President Morty. <laughs> yeah, what oh, is wrong God. with you? Understandable. He doesn't have a single different line. Oh, his only difference oh, is. Oh, gee, Rick, look out! That's Velma. She's gonna call the police on you. Oh, geez. Once again, you all have the power to end this. You all have the power to end this. We don't. Um, this is now a hostage situation. One hundred percent, and you can negotiate with money at Patreon.com/slash/GBPodcast. But yeah, when you select him, he puts his orange juice in the fancy glass. Mm-hmm. He does this. Yeah, that's the only. <laughs> I don't know how much it cost me to buy him because I already had the gems and I don't want to know. <laughs> That's Fair. what the gems are there for. Yes. Yeah, that, that, is separation. that is 100% what the gems are there for. Exactly. But you know what the people are here for? Smooth transitions. Oh. To the news. Oh. I hear we got news. Is that what you heard? Oh, yeah, I heard. I heard we got some news. So somebody's been talking. Yeah, people are talking. Do you hear the secrets that they keep while they're talking in their sleep? Oh. PS5's shedding some weight. I think it was 500 grams. Is that right? Or is it 300 grams? It's a very small amount of grams. It was like I was going to say three till you said five, and now they both sound right. Okay, so let's go with three. Yeah, they're losing some weight. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's five grand cost of, uh, what, how, 50 more dollars per unit or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Maybe they should take that back <laughs> off in all those other territories. Just I, to, just I think they idea. said now the, the with disc edition weighs as much as the original digital did. Interesting. I have no frame of reference for that because no human being I know bought the digital. Right? It, it, like that weight never entered the Akashic record because no human experience. No, it's true. 
It's very true. <laughs> this is all theoretical numbers we're talking about here. This is how much a PS5 digital would weigh. Uh, but yeah, so that's good. Uh, chances are they, uh, because to be frank, the cooling solution in the original PS5 is pretty fucking over the top with its liquid metal interface and shit. I assume this means they made a smaller fab size processor to make it generate less heat. That is what you assume in this situation. Mm -hmm. We don't have evidence of that. Right. We'll find out when it comes out and someone immediately tears it apart. So that's exciting. Looking forward to that. Let's get the let's get the most personal bad news out of the way for me. Okay. Okay. Halo Infinite roadmap comes out. They have a bunch of things. They have a bunch of things on the roadmap. I'm trying to look for things I care about. There's basically nothing I care about until new campaign content in March to June of next year. And I'm like, that's rough that we have all these bullet points that kind of suck and that. And then because when they announced this roadmap with the image, they put up a 30 minute video. And 13 minutes in, Joseph Staten goes, uh, yeah, we decided to redirect development resources away from couch co-op towards other things. Now, something I didn't know about this perfectly mirrored a statement that happened in June about, hey, we figured out that the online for Halo Infinite's kind of busted and has these desyncs between these players based on melee stuff and all this other stuff. This is a problem. You should solve it. And they said, well, here's the thing. The people who could solve that are now working on other parts of Halo Infinite. We re-diverted re those development no. resources to no. other problems. You are making Halo. You do not get to come out and say some broke-ass shit like that. I know. Right? What the fuck? It's so upsetting. You have the You're biggest the company in the world. franchise of the video game division of the third largest company on Earth. You don't get to... We don't have resources anything. Oh. Sorry, only one manager has that key and they're on lunch. Yeah. What? Yes, that, that so, is the feeling so, uh, it has. About the thing we've been saying for like two years about how Game Pass is going to have prices that won't be obvious. Right. It'll have effects. Yup. <sighs> it's, it's really terrible. I honestly, this was the last moment I had any hope for Infinite. I gave up. I was holding out and I was like, maybe one year after launch, it'll be updated enough to fix stuff to be there. We'll be there finally. But no, when the, with, the, with the announcement of them canceling Couch Co-op, seeing how far out they push content. I think, what, what, what did they say about season three of content? Like it's insanely far out? Yeah, it doesn't start till March at earliest. Yeah, they, they also didn't, like none of these updates that they're showing, the roadmaps aren't like, here's a bunch of maps you love. No. I don't know what they're doing over there, and it's clear they don't either. Like, th their priorities are so insane. When, when a year and a half after launch, we're supposed to look forward to, because this is the roadmap for next year between Mar March and June, we're supposed to look forward to quality of life improvements. That shouldn't take fucking 18 months. It's starting to have an eerie Destiny launch feel of like st stuff's happening. This is who knows. This is so much worse than Destiny launch. This thing is mm -hmm. so salted earth over there. It's so upsetting. It's so, so upsetting. So it's, it's taking them two years to get Forge out and Mission Replay out. Yeah, no way. Halo Infinite only came out last year. It got delayed after past the launch. I yeah. forgot. Yes. Yeah, it is a funny thing when people point out like, so what was it on the Halo subreddit yesterday? I believe. 
people were like, now tomorrow when they announced that couch co-op is delayed or Forge is delayed, reminder, it was a feature that was supposed to ship with the game in 2020. Like, yeah. that was the post yesterday. They didn't realize couch co-op would get cut. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird that, like, that, that element of it is so broken because obviously they completely rebooted development when Staten came in. Mm-hmm. Like, his the things he said in that interview a while back pretty much confirm it. Yeah, and I, also you can look it. at the game they shipped and be like, or the yeah, obviously <laughs> this was made in two years. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird for Couch Co-op to be a victim of that, especially when you take into account the fact they did a big Series X version of Gears 5 and uh, split screen is still 30 FPS on the, in that version. Of Gears 5? Yeah, of Gears 5. Like it, it's It's weird that they seem to be explicitly not caring about that element at all. Like, is a Microsoft overall thing. Yeah, I do. Like, obviously, all of this is a cost of them doing the giant open world. And I know the giant open world works on game journalists. That's what they want. For some reason, critically speaking, if your game takes 18 hours to beat, instead of nine, you will do better, seemingly. But the sacrifices were so many at this point. It took them something like seven years, six years to make this Halo. And it's so obviously not done. And it's never going to get done is how it's starting to really feel. Like it's really starting to sink into me. Like we're a year and a half after launch and they're not even whispering about the idea of like, you're going to fight the endless soon. Um, I think it's really important to know there's no reason to believe this roadmap. Everything on it's already been delayed to later in this roadmap. Oh, yeah. Like... What it's, is, a, it's a fire over there. Yeah, why would anyone respect this at all? I don't, like, and that's the thing. We can't put weight in the words of anyone at 343 anymore because it's like Bonnie Ross literally sat there and said, guys, we're, we're going to make sure the next Halo has split screen after 5 didn't. Yeah, this is really important to us as a studio. Yeah, <laughs> someone they- sent you that, that thing on Twitter, Dan, which was just, 343 knows Halo 4 had a lot of problems, but we're resolved to make Halo 5 better. We know that the Master Chief Collection had a lot of problems. We're resolved to make Halo 5 better. We know Halo 5 had a lot of problems. We're resolved to make Halo Infinite better. We know that Halo Infinite has a lot of problems. We're trying to fix them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is possibly why I've given Microsoft overall the least rope out of everyone. Because I, as someone who... Like Halo legitimately is was one of the most important gaming franchises to me. Like it was up there with Smash. Like, it was a great fucking franchise. And they fucking ruined it. <laughs> like, and this isn't a, they had a weird idea and ran with it. No. Four is kind of that, plus really shitty monetization in the multiplayer, right? Or was that five? I think that was five. Okay. And then five's just th- that worse version of that. And even that I'm more on board with by a lot than Infinite. And it's just every time there are objective fucking problems with their game. Like, you could just be like, this shit ain't done. The buggy mess, there's no content. It's just the most weird, you you checked boxes, some of them. Not even all of them. That, and then just ship the thing. Gears 5, we didn't talk about in the Gears 5 section, but that's the glitchiest Gears. Oh, yeah, we had tons oh, of issues. Yeah. And the weird thing is um, Gil from Galuria uh, on Twitch. Yeah. 
they're also running into a ton themselves. It sounds like Chris also did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. More, more than once, enemies clipped under the map, and I couldn't kill them to progress, so I had to restart mm. from the most recent. Yeah. When your yep. game not yeah. only has restart from checkpoint, but restart from previous checkpoint. Right. Yeah. You know something's <laughs> up when they put oh, that in. <laughs> that is the right flag of options. Welcome to the woods. Here's your bear spray, and here's your mega bear spray. Have that's, fun. That's weird. I don't expect my pause menu to have features like GitHub roll back to a stable version. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck am I playing? This was also the gears where we downloaded it. Then we booted it and said we downloaded 6% of it. But in a different menu, said we downloaded 20% of it. And then it needed to download more. So we had to close it again so it could download faster and then install the game again. So then we booted it and it was like, okay, I'm actually playable now. And we're like, I don't know who to blame here. Microsoft, the Coalition, or both. Uh, so. Anyways, I, I give up on Halo Infinite. I'm done now. Yeah, this is the There's last straw. No moment. hope. I have I do not care about this game anymore. But Dan, they're gonna add two maps sometime next year. I don't care. It, it, I will probably try them if it's a map I care about, right? Like some of the iconic two maps. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't there as much as I know the original launch version of Halo Infinite is truly bad. There was a lot of me that wanted to believe a year after launch they would get their shit together, right? Mm -hmm. It's like everyone's had that coworker where it's like they start at your place, they don't have their shit together, and you can't tell if they're just like don't give a shit about their jobs so they're not trying or they're just so new that they can't get a grasp of it. And you just keep giving them rope and it's like, well, it's a year later and they're still showing up drunk. <laughs> I can't give them any more rope. I cannot care. The endless expansion will come out. I'll play it because I need to know. Mm -hmm. I cannot sit here and entertain. Oh, they're going to fix it eventually. Yeah, this is going to be the update. We're going to play it through. It's going to be great this time. Upsetting. We're moving on. <laughs> Chris, I'm stealing yours to launch into your news. I'm just stealing okay. one bullet. Sly Cooper is being added to PlayStation Plus, 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 but only as streaming. That's not real. <laughs> yeah, that isn't real. That's nothing. What, how dare you fucking proudly announce this? Yeah, use your actual, like, Sly Cooper accounts and stuff to do that. Hey, guys, Sly Cooper is back, and it's more latent than ever. <laughs> it's back, and it's ready for battle. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, that's not a real back and pat. No. Simultaneously to this event occurring, I remember the Jack and Daxter decompilation exists, where you can just play that on your PC now. Oh, wow. Jack and Daxter 1. That's cool. Mm. It is so cool. You can run it in 4K. You can run it at frame rates higher than 60. Shit's awesome. Meanwhile, Sly Cooper's over here like, hey, I'm, I'm cool too, guys. You, you want to decompilate me? <laughs> hey, baby. I'm Sly Cooper. Want to decompilate me? Just put your credit card in below. <laughs> People like, hey, hey, Dan, uh, comment on the last big thing. And I'm like, I know that made you uncomfortable. They're like, decompilate isn't a word. 
And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Was that really the problem with that joke? It's the problem I'm having with that joke. <laughs> like, it, it sounds like some horrible deleted weapon from an X-rated version of a Ratchet and Clank game. <laughs> the decompilator. It turns their outsides into insides and just, insides into outsides. It just like chunks them like that one room in the Resident Evil movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just like plasma net and boom. Yes. Uh, feel free to cover the rest of your news, Chris. Okie dokie. Uh, uh, the, the creators of Wild Arms and Shadow Hearts launched a double Kickstarter for their spiritual successors called Armed Fantasia for Wild Arms and Penny Blood for Shadow Hearts. Uh, they wanted 750k. They were very explicit, like, no, we have people lined up to, to publish this. This is like for how much money they give us. Oh, yeah. This was just a prove it Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. This was a prove it Kickstarter. Uh, they hit that goal. They also hit one million for the console stretch for the console stretch goal, uh, which was PS5 series. And they were like, if there's a new Nintendo thing, then we'll see. But it's not going to be the switch. <laughs> Nintendo um, might have some sort of thing is uh, some sort of system. It, it might be on that. Uh, we uh, there was so much stuff on that Kickstarter. I can't go entirely into it. Um, it looks mm -hmm. very nice. Both games look good. They're obviously using Unreal Four or Unity, uh, which is probably the only thing that would make e shipping either of these possible. Mm -hmm. So, so this was one Kickstarter for two games. Yes. What yes. sort of stupid asshole puts one donation goal up for two different things? <laughs> It's weird how there are there's like so many only one goals. There's like so many where it's like, well, we only you only get this game or you only get this game. Mm -hmm. I of course went down to the get both games, get both games physical. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I'm I'm happy like luckily there's nothing in either of them that um like are real attached to the IPs. Because, like, the only thing in Wild Arms is the term arm, which yeah. you can't really copyright. No. no. And, and, and Shadow Hearts is like, no, we're an alternate history series. Our villains are, like, Rasputin and Henry Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, our, our NPCs are... There's... Uh, there's um, what, is, what is his name? Oh, my God, it's completely... The, the Cthulhu mythos? Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say John D. I was like, I know what's video the games actual really guys. Weird. Lovecraft. What's the actual guy's name? Yeah, Lovecraft. Like, there's HP Lovecraft. He'll give you side quests to go kill Shoggoths to get uh, <laughs> to get stuff. Um, I think John D is in this. Yep that that that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Be disappointing if you weren't, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, like, right. Oh, oh, oh! The the hero turns into the demons of the Lesser Key of Solomon. That's and the lesser key of Solomon is also like your magic system and your summon system. So, so there's nothing they can't just use again, right? Like this game just smells like the Count Saint Germain is going to show up at any moment. I, I, yeah, I, it is a it is a very similar situation to Castlevania, except that I don't think they're going to be as restrained as Ega. Or Ega was like, well, I can't just make a Dracula, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one's stopping these people, right? Uh, Agro, uh, real quick. This mm. just reminds me. I'm going to need you to spoil the the next game Kurt Marganow is working on because, you know, he followed us when you spoiled Uncharted 3 in advance. 
So if you could just psychically do that in advance, maybe he'll double follow us on Twitter, and that'd be cool. Sure, just point me to trailer. Okay, there we go. I'll do the second it comes out, I'm like, there you go. Do it again. But yeah, go check out that Kickstarter if either of those games interest you. I like both franchises a lot. Uh, Sony sure is stupid that a creator of one of their first-party franchises is doing a Kickstarter for a spiritual successor when the developer of that franchise still exists and is still making games in the same genre because the developer of Wild Arms was Media Vision, who is currently making those Valkyria Chronicle games for Sega. It would be so easy to just be like, hey, why don't you make us something, you know, that costs like $10 million and would make a lot of our more niche fans happy. And then Jim Ryan's like, I can't perceive of a game if it sells less than 10 million copies. I can't even see people who don't drive Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> I, I honestly, now I, I do wonder, like, if Insomniac's dick was not gigantic mm-hmm. from Spider-Man, would they have even gotten to make that new Ratchet & Clank? Maybe. Maybe. I think the last Ratchet & Clank did all right numbers that made them go, well, and if it wasn't covered in dog shit <laughs> from being tied to this movie and a remake of a pre-existing thing and uh, mildly disliked by the fans or heavily disliked. In, in what world does mm-hmm. Sony see fit to give money to Helldivers 2 and not a new Wild Arms? I don't What's know. What's wrong with them? Earth? <laughs> this one. Yeah, You've been here for the yeah, last yeah. couple of years, I right? know. It's, it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I say here and it's like the real solution to this is they need to make a brand like Fox Searchlight Mm-hmm. Where Fox goes and they spend ten million or five million to make they, an indie they movie. They had this in the PS One gen. That's what con- the the studio Contrail was. It was oh. it was a Sony studio that would go in and help on games like they helped on the first Wild Arms. I think they helped on Legend of Legia, um, and like one or two other things. It would be nice if they just brought something like that back. But I don't think Jim Ryan can perceive of Japan at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but they, they, they really should just have the PlayStation branding that is for smaller projects. Oh, that absolutely. Would, that would really help a lot of things if they could have super high end <laughs> and then anywhere in middle or lower tier. I don't know what you call it. PlayStation Studios, and then you write Junior and Crown. <laughs> This is just to get Jim sure. Ryan to approve of it. And we, <laughs> He's like, ha ha, tiny baby studio, sell 80 million copies, and we'll put the real logo on there. Yeah, and their mascot can be Polygon Man, but we'll just call, <laughs> it, we'll just call him Polygon Face. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, we're going to play a new game. Do we, do we have to put this on our game? Yes. It's <laughs> Twisted Metal. <laughs> You're going to be Calypso. It's going to be so much fun. One weird thing about this Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. They have the one main scratch scroll you see is is it unlocks and progresses. Yeah. But then there are two side ones, one for each game. And they don't tell you what you're working towards. They tell you a hint about what it is. And it's like, no, guys, put up what you're at, what you're offering here, yeah. please. I can't believe they just wrote in I spy with my little eye here on the fucking stretch goals. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just like, come on. I need to you're asking for now another five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You need motivation other than new game plus mode. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always of the opinion of like, fuck, fuck all these stretch goals and stuff. Yeah. So really, they should just like not even if they exist. I want to know what they are. Yeah, That's my course. main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. 100 <laughs> percent understandable. Uh, 
they're making a new mafia game they said they announced it and then said it's still like three or four years away uh i hope it's actually a mafia game and not what mafia 3 was that's you know <laughs> that should be expected but after three well mm -hmm. they didn't yeah, we they didn't know. seem to understand that they weren't their appeal wasn't being grand theft auto mm. it was being a game where you're playing as i considered like the key the, the key things to mafia being you're set in around like the 30s or 40s it had it's kind of immersive simi like you can't drive like in lunatic or you can immediately get heat mm -hmm. right. yeah and like and, and like it's very narrative focused and then and then mafia 3 was none of those things i know yeah <laughs> i thought that was really funny i I'm, I'm certainly hoping that they go back like look look everybody needs to sound like the third like i'm in the sopranos <laughs> That's, right, that's, that's just how obvious. people wanted to see when they go see something called Mafia. Yeah. Uh, Sony and Tencent now own roughly 15% of FromSoft each. Okay. Wow, this is a responsible way to report this news. Thank you, Chris Wolfhart. <laughs> Didn't yeah, they both have some multiple... stake in it? Yeah, they I already had know. some. They yeah. already had some stake. Yeah, I think they both already had some stake and just increased it a little bit each on each side. <laughs> I don't know why multiple publications wrote the headlines of Sony and Tencent now own 30% of FromSoft. Oh, Jesus. When it's, no, that's that's together, guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys, they're going to buy them, and it's like they're going to acquire shares. What, what it, why aren't you reporting the Epic thing the same way? It, it, it does yeah. feel like that this is not to acquire them, but more to ward off someone else acquiring them. Right. That's almost always what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, uh, if you paid attention during my segment of the big segment <laughs> over the last like couple of years, uh, you know Sony's invested in Epic a number of times. Yeah, no one ever reported it in a way where it's like, oh my god, Sony's gonna buy Epic. <laughs> Coming up next in news, <laughs> uh, damn, a, a warthog eats a fucking elephant. <laughs> I can't believe someone's going to buy FromSoft after they've shipped the biggest game they will ever make. Oh my fucking god. Good business sense. Yes. Uh, NetEase acquires comic Quantic Dream. <laughs> okay. They acquired personally, Cat. <laughs> personally, I would not buy a studio where it just came out. We're so broken, we're not shipping our big Star Wars game until 2027. Look, there's like a language barrier there. <laughs> the moment I read this headline, my immediate gut reaction was somebody at NetEase went, if nobody else is going to put a stop to this, <laughs> I will. It would be funny if David Cage is just like immediately excommunicated from his own studio. Right? That would be great. And then they sell it back to the employees as a co-op. Oh, wow. <laughs> And then someone's like, see, China's communist. <laughs> Xi Jinping's secret plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, like, that would be fucking like, amazing. I, I don't know if I should. I, I don't know, guys. I'm not seeing the reason why I should be opposed to his secret plan at this rate. <laughs> seems like a pretty good plain old plan. <laughs> yeah, no, put this shit on a billboard. Fuck. Uh Voice of Cards, The Beast of Burden was officially announced out September 13th. That's fucking hilarious. That's three in less than a year. Mm -hmm. What's the song that well, has doesn't... your Beast of Burden in it? 
Beast you, of Burden. Okay. I just made <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you, Agro. Anytime. What was that thing you were talking about? Listening to people on a podcast not knowing an answer <laughs> is like being trapped in hell. Yeah, listening to uh, people on a podcast try to remember a piece of trivia that you know is the closest you will ever come to knowing what it's like to being a ghost haunting a house. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the first the first voice the cards game came out in October last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just decided <laughs> to nail well, this episodic well, gaming uh, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. once you once you got the systems down, you can just crank them out. Mm-hmm. Did the did the last one feel like it was setting up for the end of a trilogy or anything, or were these wholly separated? I don't know. I realized I didn't actually finish the last one yet. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry, Agro. Uh, we finish games around here. That's what we do. <laughs> I, I really more Norway games. Video watchers uh, n- get to 19- see the face I'm making. Anyway, 1996 arcade game Osman is coming to modern platforms. <laughs> if you don't know what Osman is, <laughs> you don't know what Osman is. It is a game by uh, the the creator of the arcade version of Strider. That is them making another arcade version of Strider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking. But similar. with like a like a um like a 1001. Uh, like Arabian Nights type ah. oh. aesthetic. Mm. Yeah, there's also uh, some something about like Trip World, but nobody knows what Trip World is. We have some leaks that maybe Trip World's coming back, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But no I, one knows what I that is. I feel like I've heard of Trip World before seeing that news. Uh, yes, I think GameSat covered it. And that's oh, probably. That, that feels like something they would do. Yeah, it's, it's a really adorable game. I hope that comes true. Uh, did anyone else write down the news about the Toho sequel leaking ahead of DTS? No. Yeah, the thing that is uh, getting that remake, the Metroidvania one, apparently has a sequel and it leaked ahead of time. Oh, hmm. um, the Castlevania one with... Uh, uh-huh. With Colmajo uh, Remilia, I believe. Yeah, with Remilia. Uh-huh. Remilia Scarlet. Yeah, so Colmajo Komajo Remilia 2. Uh, leaked ahead of TGS, so apparently we're going to see that there. It's pretty exciting. Also, um, what was it? There is a treasure shooter that also leaked, apparently going to be shown off at Tokyo Game Show, getting ports to more modern platforms. I saw Radiant Silver Gun. Silver Gun, Silver Gun? yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I really hope that's not locked to the Switch or something insane. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Ugh. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Eterno Blade 2 developer accuses their publisher P-Cube of withholding payment and publishing right. Um, the way they say it, uh, they never got the money that they were promised, like the baseline money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were never given publisher rights back when they said, hey, give us publisher right back. You're not fulfilling your end of the contract. Uh, and apparently P-Cube was like, we'll give you publishing rights if you sign this thing promising to never tell anybody that we didn't pay you. <laughs> so, so instead they came forward and were like, they didn't pay us or give us the publishing rights back. Uh, we're trying to get them back. Uh, please don't buy any version published by P-Cube. Fuck them. Um, and this seems to be a problem P-Cube has repeatedly because yes. it came up that multiple other developers were like, yeah, they fucked us. Yeah, I swear to God, they got called out in public less than two weeks ago by someone else. Exact same circumstances. I like how we're tweeting this. Got Twitter to promote a tweet of another P-Cube published game. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. 
They're everywhere. I brought you this body. Thank you, Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, you demented cat. <laughs> it's a present. Yeah, it just keep it just keeps happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, fuck them. This, this is insane. How'd they get away with this more than once? I know, oh, right? Like, the big corporation. Be, well, they, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's just like we're going. It's even explicit. They were in their press release, like we're a small indie dev who can't afford to lawyer up and hit them. Yeah. And they know that. Yeah, you know? yeah. This is the sort of thing you expect to come out about five hundred five, not P Cube, right? Because I feel yeah. like five hundred five signing a lot of the Game Pass deals and other <laughs> things like that, where it's like I could totally see something like that happening, especially since uh, certain people who used to work on Indivisible, who we will not name here, said their relations with said publisher were pretty bad. So when it was P-Cube, that actually floored me, where I was just like, out of left field! <laughs> uh, some guys is running onto the football field with a knife! <laughs> who the fuck wow, are it's you? Al- it's almost like it's a bad system and not bad actors within the system. Whoa. No, 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 that this can't be true. The new no. Bioshock told me otherwise. <laughs> uh, the new game or the new TV series? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal one of your bullets, Bob, because it ties into me needing to be mad. Go for it. Um, do it. Uh, Nisa, Nisa was gonna do a showcase on the seventh where they announced four new games. That's Nippon Ichi Software of America. Uh, they accidentally posted them already. <laughs> Very, Very smart. smart. Uh, those four games are Grim Grimoire Once More, which is the, the re-release of Grim Grimoire. Ooh, uh, Void Terrarium over. 2, which is some action RPG, possibly roguelite thing. I couldn't ascertain its form from its gameplay footage. Uh, Process of Elimination, which is a murder game visual novel about detectives, which we've talked about uh, prior to this, like mm-hmm. more than a year ago. Uh, and Monster Menu, which is like a tactical RPG dungeon crawling thing where I guess you cook the monsters. feel like that showed up as some E3, but maybe, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to shit on Nisa. Uh, so Nisa is in charge of publishing the Trails of series in the West. Uh, they wrenched it out of Xseed's hands. Oh. Uh, and cool. then had to hire all the same people from Xseed because their own employees were too incompetent inter- to do it. Uh, so they they decided on the most psychotic release schedule possible for this franchise where it's like we're prioritizing the two PSP games Uh, the next actual game people care about is at the end of 2023 so while every other franchise in the world is getting faster turnaround on localizations we're going to be four years behind yeah Um, in response to this some fans cooked up a thing that ties a spreadsheet into the Chinese PC port of one of the new games where it's like, uh, it, t- this, it, it, it like matches. It tells you where to go on the spreadsheet to see what line you're to read in English. Uh, Nisa has since lashed out and, uh, made them take all of this shit down, including the shit from earlier projects they've done. Uh, this is unbelievably stupid for reasons. I will now explain. Uh, one, the people who are going to buy a Chinese port of your a PC port of a game and then play it via spreadsheet will also buy your polished localized version, you stupid asshole. They're a super fan. Right. Two, a lot of the people who worked on these, these things are also probably freelance, 
freelance translators who are now who now despise you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to create a labor problem at some point. And three, this can serve people who will not be served by your American release of the game. So so we're once again at fuck South America, I guess. Yeah. Like this is there even even when Nintendo was taking like 18 months to localize Fire Emblem Fates and somebody cooked together a patch to let people play it before Nintendo put out, even Nintendo didn't care to go shut down down. It's like, no, this any effect on sales, negligible effect on sales this could possibly have is far better than whatever nightmare we unleash by creating a big to do about it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. This God. And, no and apparently how. there was just like uh, there was just a couple, there was like just a few too many reviews in English on the Chinese page the page for the Chinese <laughs> port and and they it broke their mind. Great. Hey, well. Nisa is of course one of the most poorly managed companies in this industry who who continue to exist really despite themselves. Because like nothing against the people doing the actual work. Right. Uh, every single person in a position of management should be banished to exile. They should have to be like Napoleon, go live on an island, have syphilis eat their brain. <laughs> Weird that they injected them with syphilis before dropping them off. That, that seems a bit much, but... How? No. <laughs> How are they announcing four things and none of those are this guy seven? I don't know. I guess they want to wait until that's actually out in Japan or they're trying to do the, the stupid fucking deal with Nintendo again. Yeah, that's I would totally see them doing that again. Mm -hmm. They are proving themselves to be incompetent on every level. I I wish someone would leak what they got out of that Nintendo deal cuz I I don't know. They didn't get marketing. No. Nintendo Nintendo barely covered them. Yeah. In directs and stuff. So mm -hmm. did, did Nintendo really shell out for it? I feel like Nintendo would be like, "We're good." <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think it Financially it just some, sense, was it end. just some deranged thing like we can cater to switch fans uh even though that failed when we got the pub the licensing for uh snk heroines which immediately bombed through the core of the earth we thought it would sell a lot on switch because we're crazy <laughs> uh maybe disgaea 5 broke broke their brains i mean that's clearly what did. happened that's what happened but you'd think they'd figure out that no the switch at launch was when like threes were selling a million copies because Switch right. fans are in, were insane. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the ebook problem. Yeah, now you have to bring a thing over that's like five years old, but great, actually. Like near Automata. Yeah, you think after running through this with like three or four releases, they would learn. No. Not happening. No, not but, happening. but we don't know if that they're actually doing that. It might just be like, we, we don't have like a real thing yet, so don't... We're not announcing it. Hmm. Or maybe that would have been at the end of the show as like a bonus thing, and they just didn't leak that. Maybe. Guys, uh, my please. final piece of news. Our, our our big hidden bullet here. Please be excited. The company that has three of the four words that our company has in our title that owns us. We're bringing their game over, and everyone's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, feel free to move on, Chris. Uh, the 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 last thing is. They announced Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, they're going to show us more on September 10th. They gave us a great piece of art 
with a guy T-posing in the air. Is he on some it, sort it of voyage? It doesn't look like he came from anywhere. It just looks like he's floating. Bob, you should Fuck feel you, bad for bringing up the Mirage Voyage. The Mirage Voyage. Look what you did, Bob. This is your fault. I know, but I can't stop. Stupid, it's in my brain. Uh, stupid Game Awards. I, I'm really excited to see if this is a real Assassin's Creed game, because that seems to be what they're implying. That's what they're saying, and right. desperately messaging with the setting. Uh -huh. I really hope they're not full of it. I will believe that shit when I see it. <laughs> yeah, especially because yeah. the initial rumor was that this was supposed to be a expansion of Valhalla. Mm. Yes, like built off that because Ubisoft. I, I can't see Ubisoft shipping an entirely new Assassin's Creed game with the past two years they've had, considering COVID was in the middle of them. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, there, there he is. There he is spawning from nowhere <laughs> like a fucking Dragon Age Two enemy. <laughs> or, oh well, no, I'm sorry. That that that's a dated reference. A, a, a Saints Row reboot enemy. There you go. There you go. By the way, I think that might be the like the most unexcusable our game isn't done thing. When enemies just fade in a foot off the ground and drop down and activate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's some Mass Effect Andromeda shit right there. <laughs> All over the Saints Row reboot. Mm-hmm. Like, like at least at least give me like a, a pitch black doorway I can't go through for them to run out of right. or something. Any sort of decency. Come on. A bush. It's it's funny. I I've seen people who are just pissed seeing this because they go, "That's right, Assassin's Creed started as a Prince of Persia game, and now this looks more Prince of Persia than ever." I'm so mad. Like I've seen that more now than ever before. Honestly, this art, though bad, makes me think, "Oh, it's like Assassin's Creed again." Thank you. Right? Yeah. That's like, that's I, the only thing I think too. Right? It's like take me back to that setting. It all. Mm -hmm. I cared about that. But yeah. like an assassin. In the game, yeah, what? It, right. But, like, so either an assassin either is someone who beats you to death slowly, right? As long as his number it, is at or above yours, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you do zero damage. <laughs> I, I'm really hope I'm like I'm hoping this is going to be going back to the classic Assassin's Creed because because I've I've I don't think I've ever run up on a person who's like the new RPG ones. Mm, I didn't like Assassin's Creed till those. Yeah, I've never met one person like that. Do you even people I meet who do like those, or they also like the old stuff? There mm. was this guy. There was this guy I ran into, Tom Thumb, all the time. I went to high school with him. And during these sets of years where they did the Assassin's Creed that were Assassin's Creed games, he would just, I'd go in and he would just talk about it. He would keep going. Hugely fanatic guy. Really loved talking about Assassin's Creed to me. Despite me not having a ton of experience with Assassin's Creed. I go in there once they start the RPG ones. He became the video of Mike's Staclasa drinking from the giant flask, I swear to God. <laughs> Before my eyes, I'm just like, hey man, how about Assassin's Creed? And he just, he has the flask, it's this big, and he just goes for it. It's, it's, as someone who doesn't like Assassin's Creed, I never thought I would have to be sad for people who like Assassin's Creed. Because they did, what was it, three versions of two, or is it four? Those people were well fucking fed for a while there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was three. Because there's regular two Brotherhood and Revelations. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's all three of those. Yeah, and then we had uh, the two, the Black Flag, and uh, yeah, the, the other boat one. one, the other boat one, the other boat one, the Rogue. last gen boat Rogue. One. Rogue, yeah, Agent, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Rogue, 
rogue assassin. But yeah, I, I sincerely hope. I think the gaming industry is... Man, what a fucking weird thing to say. 2022 is such a dark time. I think the gaming industry is more diverse with a normal Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> yep. Than a shallow ripoff of Witcher 3. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes See, that I'm, is how I'm, I feel. My faith in Ubisoft is so low, which, oh, by the way, this, is, this isn't here or there. Fuck this Ubisoft original shit. What are you doing? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Fucking cut it out. Yeah, Ubisoft original fucking cracks me up. <laughs> we need to be more like these streaming services that are all failing. Like when I when I think when I read Ubisoft original, I don't think, oh, like a title. I think a Ubisoft original is like, you know, your entire organization being found out to be sex pests and horrible <laughs> monsters. And, That's and, a, and Ubisoft a Ubisoft original. original? Do, you, Ubisoft. do you have those? <laughs> oh you uh but like the state of ubisoft i'm i just like i can't shake this feeling it's just gonna be like we have the hand blade and it's in you know like persia Mm -hmm. here's your rpg stats damn it (laughs) yeah right like there, there there are two large roadblocks to overcome to to this game coming out as their messaging one uh, is that it turns out they're not lying and it is an actual old school Assassin's Creed game, whether it's good or not. And two, that Ubisoft uh, is around long enough to launch this game. <laughs> we got to go. We got to ship it fast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing. It's like, even if even if it does look like they're telling the truth, don't buy this at launch. Oh, yeah, no. please. Oh, please. Even no. three days. Let L- reviews come in. Let streamers get it. Yeah. Like. Look, They're guys, on fire. Even if they offer you ten whole potions and three revives, <laughs> like Pokemon, do not pre-order. Do not get this day one. Yeah, don't get this day four. Even day two, even is infinitely better than day one. Please let some other canary go in that coal mine. Yeah, day one is to make sure it runs. Day two is to make sure it's stable. And then day, day three is for when they get to the plot. Right, <laughs> right. right. Like day, day three, did, can you complete it? And right, day five, <laughs> does the game end? <laughs> is there a proper fucking ending there? Because that's the thing. Reviews aren't even going to tell you that. No. Not a chance. Yeah. When's the last time Ubisoft shipped a game that was working? Like at launch? Uh, can anyone say? I'm damaged. Uh, I, I play list of Ubisoft games. I'm damaged. I play Far Cry 6 at launch, and it teleported me to the end of the game. Yeah, so. <laughs> clearly that wasn't working right. Or seven, the latest one. Let me see. Um, six. Six. I'm okay. willing. I'm willing to. I'm willing to give them Assassin's Creed Origins because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear anything nightmarish about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure Just Dance 2020 was fine. Wow. We've been assuming. <laughs> we haven't heard from the Just Dance crowd. The Just Dance crowd seems pretty well fed. So we'll say doing all right. But uh, let's move on to your news, Bob. Sure. Uh, right after Gamescom stuff like happened last week, we started getting more things coming out mm-hmm. that didn't go into the Jeff show. A bit bigger, longer, and uncut trailers. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they showed uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. This is a neck game from the guys who do Neo and Ninja Guide and all that. Team mm-hmm. Ninja. Yeah. We actually have to see gameplay. Okay. Uh, it looks really cool. There's jumping. 
Thank God. Yeah. Game of the year. They're being jumping. jumping. They're being jumping is really a big increase. Yeah. The, now that now that Dark Souls has jumped via Elden Ring. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> we true. can get it back. Yes. Remember 2021 when FromSoft invented jumping in video games? No, that was this year. That was this year that well, they, no, they, they had to invent it last year for it uh, to have been in the game. True. Uh, People saw the trailer late last year and they're like, what is that character doing? And FromSoft had to have a rep come out to explain their complicated nemesis like system that is called jumping. <laughs> so that's exciting. Cool. It also looks nice. Unlike Final Fantasy Origins. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well, well, that's a game they made with their money and, yes. and Square yeah. Enix didn't give them like a bag full of change. <laughs> Yeah, they still change in some horrible 3D models. This, this fucking square's <laughs> like, go go have yourself go see a Star War. <laughs> um we also got to see a tiny new trailer for Gun Grave Gore, and they put out a release date. Ooh. Comes out this year, November 22nd. Ooh. Nice. Very exciting. That is very exciting. Gonna uh, have Gungrave Week. <laughs> I wish. That'd be great. That would be. It's like Gungrave 10 hours. <laughs> Yeah, we played all four games. The VR one was twelve minutes. Oh, God, I forgot that we did, we could play through that. Yeah, we have the VR headset. We can do thing. That's a thing. Yeah, that's how Gungrave came back. They did the VR game, and then they got money to make this. I'm just my. I'm trying yes. to imagine a game, a Gungrave game that is literally twelve minutes long <laughs> that wouldn't kill you if you played it. <laughs> Like the human brain cannot take gun grave compressed to twelve minutes. Here's a you can't push the square button that fast. Here's a shot literally of night owl into your veins. <laughs> it would it would be like one of those um, hyper violent OVAs, but like even more, but in twelve minutes long. Yes. <laughs> fucking night owl by your bed, and you're like, is it too late to say I'm sorry? He's like, it's never too late. As he gives you the ejection, if you die. <laughs> it's a syringe with like two extra needles because it's shaped like a cross. And you're just like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, for people who don't know, God Graves cool. <laughs> Please look forward to our streams. You hit a square button a lot, and cool things happen because of it. <laughs> um, next thing, SNK producer Yasuyuki Yoda mm-hmm. uh, has said in an interview is, "Hey, both." Us and Capcom are interested in a Capcom versus SNK. Cool. Both parties are interested. There's nice. absolutely nothing in the works. We're barely even in, t- in talking, but it's it totally is something we want to do. That poster we do made for Evo. It. Are, are you it. ready for that Rathalos assist? <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to bring like. Frankly, Capcom would be stupid to ever sign on with Marvel again after what Disney did to them with Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless they can get some incredibly good deal with them, but I doubt that's happening. Yeah, yeah but I doubt that's happening. Mm-hmm. So just, 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 just make just S- Capcom versus SNK is now Marvel. Yeah. You know, bring in the rival schools characters. You know, bring in the Sam Show characters and the Metal Slug characters on SNK's side. I mean, heck, the happen. last Capcom versus SNK had. Uh, rival school characters. And the last play characters. <laughs> oh. Man. Two, SNK versus Capcom. Or Capcom versus SNK 2 is really cool. I want to play it more. <laughs> Hopefully this happens. We'll see. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Um, the, the final boss can be Shin Ultra God Rugal. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Just God. add more adjectives to Rugal. 
His hair is pink now. <laughs> Rugal Rosé. This is yeah. Rugal Rosé. Yes. I, I want a version of... God, what's the name of that robot from Street Fighter 3? G? Oh, Q? Q. Yeah. yeah. Don't call him G. Okay. <laughs> Just Q, but he's a different color. Yeah. He's the strongest boss in the game. Oh, yeah, 100%. That makes <laughs> sense. Q's the coolest. The... Red Q, and it starts playing the Shar Asmul scene when Ooh. he shows up. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, my last piece of news, mm -hmm. Play Asia is ha making a game publishing department. That's interesting. Yeah, they're, they're focusing on localizing games that haven't come over to places yet. Mm -hmm. And also on apparently rescuing stuff that just is on old hardware. Wow, that's that's really cool. That's uh, a I, we really need more of these people because Nisa is like the only independent one we have right now. <laughs> they suck as we fed over because so, so many developers opened their own American branches. Mm -hmm. So there's like not a whole lot of people doing these small games made by small Japanese devs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what this does. They announced it via their two VTubers talking about it, which is great. <laughs> You know who would have done this first? Lick Sang. Thanks, Sony. It's true. <laughs> you remember Lick Sang? That is that from Gen Four? <laughs> yeah. I I yeah, vaguely remember <laughs> Lick Sang. I Lick Sang was basically the same company as PlayAsia, but they sold PSPs ahead of the European launch to Europeans, and Sony sued them in seven oh, different countries, God, yeah. taking their entire company. They fucking multi-lawyered them into the earth. Now, I want to point this out as a turning point for my opinion of Sony as a, as a, as a young gamer. Mm -hmm. uh, that thing I never saw Xbox fans do over the Red Ring of Death. We're now going to move anything. on. Or anything to this point ever. <laughs> It's really good. Uh, Linus Tech Tips actually uh, wouldn't offer a written... You'll understand this uh, anecdote by the end of it. Wouldn't offer a written warranty on a product they were selling from their merch shop. Uh -huh. And they the, he was like, don't worry, we got you, bro. Is literally on the page. And people were like, well, we would like to know exactly what your warranty covers. And he's like, well, you can't trust us. And it became this whole weird debacle... And then Gamers Nexus start co starts covering this as a, you know, this is a company. They sell a product. This We're going to treat it not like it's our YouTuber friend, but like a legitimate business endeavor and how much they should do this. And when this blew up, Linus Tech Tips started making a shirt, making fun of people, asking for the, the, the warranty, the written that's warranty. That's never a good move. So then Gamers Nexus has to come out and explain why that's in bad taste. And he's like, yeah, no company should ever make a product that is making fun of the people upset at them over a legitimate business practice or making a good, like, remember this? What a good thing. And I, all I could think of was the fucking Red Ring t-shirt they sold around the time that documentary uh -huh. came out last year. Uh, see, I remember, I, I remember when Battlefield V came out. Mm -hmm. and, it got, and it didn't work at launch because, of course, it didn't. Right. Um, and it had like a 72 Metacritic. EA made 72% dark chocolate bars for a party, and by the time the party happened, uh, the Metascore had gone lower than 72. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, that's all I could think of. Your, guys, your L's are free. Uh, stop trying to own them. Yeah. <laughs> 
It never works out. Uh, I don't think anyone wrote down the news about the uh, the Activision Blizzard uh, Microsoft acquisition. Stuff. You mean where the UK competitive yeah. uh, oversight committee is just like, yeah, we're it, not it, sure it, that the people who took these games and made them exclusive right after buying Bethesda should be trusted with three of the largest gaming IPs in the world. And Microsoft, Phil Spencer specifically, directly replied immediately, don't worry, bro, we won't this time. Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's entered the second stage, so now that now everybody, all, every regulatory board has to look at it, and I hope to God one of them hammers them. Like, yeah, no. no, this is ridiculous. If every, if several countries all over the world are simultaneously going, we're starting to get bad vibes about this, then maybe don't let them. Please, Europe, please save us with the rule of law. We hear that's a thing you have over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I don't know what I don't know what they injected Joe Biden with, but he seems to have woken up in the past six months. He's gonna like and lean over and dark lightning the FCC. <laughs> the, the FTC apparently has been told no, start hurting Silicon Valley. Well, here's the thing: Bob and I watched a YouTube video that just showed the the GDP market cap, the market cap of the top ten or twenty companies since the '80s. And I'm like, hey, Bob, remember that tone in RoboCop of the Japanese are gonna take over America? 1989 hits <laughs> and it's like eight out of ten of the top companies are japanese mm -hmm. and then 1992 hits and it's like and they all fall back off yep they had that fun recession except for toyota yeah the lost generation that's mm -hmm. fun. i was like oh i didn't oh that's rough yeah uh, uh, uh like japan i'm of the i'm of the opinion that cars that don't come from asia shouldn't exist i mean that's been my experience owning nothing but cars that don't come from asia uh but yeah the uh the interesting thing is that anytime you get to like 2012 and it's just these four silicon valley yeah it's companies just, it's just those set four and the numbers go up astronomically yeah like it, it doesn't ludicrous. It, it doesn't feel like there's any form of regulation or it's, anything it just it's, goes up and it's weird guys once COVID hit they went really far up wild crazy. where'd all this inflation come from it's just fucking radical that these companies that sell computers and online services and stuff got to shitload of money right as people got locked into their homes and needed to buy macbooks and laptops and... Hmm. anyway so yeah given that microsoft google and apple are like three in amazon are the four top companies and they're all silicon valley core as hell it makes sense that at some point you go oh we should start hitting kneecaps should we i i saw that that during in that article about europe doing that they're like also, America's in the process of that second phase as well. Right. So we are both countries are just like, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, we, we should we should mention, even though it wasn't true, there was that us apparently just a sad attempt to boost EA's stock price by saying Amazon's totally about to buy them. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, that was... they might still get bought by someone else, though. It You know, the rumors that came out a few months ago made it sound like Amazon was one of the people mm -hmm. bidding. But uh. Yeah, who knows? Also, yeah, I assume I Ubisoft too. They're also <laughs> in that same boat, being like, "Someone, please buy us." It was also really weird that the response from Phil Spencer was also, "But we're gonna put these games on Game Pass. Everyone, come defend us!" Like, yeah, that was literally sick. a part of it. It's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, demented. You'll do this for our free games on your on our service. Yeah. Uh. uh uh, last thing, just because I wanted to get this out there in any capacity. Uh, Chris, 
mentioned on Big Think months ago that it's like at a certain point, companies stopped finding a way to add more value to their products. So they were no longer, they just started going insane. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's further an evolution of we've been at the stage for at least two years now of like everyone's trying to engineer and deploy a way to charge you rent. They're not even interested in delivering a product anymore. Mm -hmm. They just want well, that, to that, trick you into charging you rent. It, it's literally called diseconomies of scale. Marx wrote all about it. Where it's just like, we, we now make all the money. Uh -huh. There's no way to make money by giving value. Right. We have to charge you a rent to use the seat warmers in the car you bought. Right. Which is the most insane thing in the world. Because the number uh, which by which seat uh, which by the to. way seems to be seems to be happening with Sony Vegas. Oh yeah, where uh, they're they're uh, kicking out your licenses. There's like, come get a subscription to the current version. Is, you can't is, just buy Sony Vegas now or the newest versions. At okay, least. so the newest version you can't buy. That's what I was seeing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like like if you, if you had bought the latest version, you now didn't. Huh. They just took yeah, away your license to the thing you bought. Yeah, a lot of people were like, they revoked my license to Sony Vegas. See, I saw a bunch of that on Steam, and I wasn't sure if that was a Steam integration or whatever. By the way, for clarification, it's owned by Magix, the worst named company in the world, no longer Sony. But Ah, uh, that's right. So sorry, Zoomers. We've been using Sony Vegas since 2007 to make YouTube poop. We're just going to say it's Sony Vegas. It's just <laughs> all one word in our brains. But yeah, anyways, that's... That sucks. That's really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the, the new thing, the new everyone's just being like, time to learn DaVinci Resolve. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I DaVinci Resolve drives me fucking insane as a like. I'm a colorist. I'm a colorist. I've worked on many award winning. <laughs> no, it's short okay. Films. I can say that I'm a colorist. It's okay. I, I can say crush the blacks. I'm a colorist. It's okay for me to say that. Anyways, we're gonna take these colors and desaturate them because colors make me angry. Um, using it to edit fucking sucks. Like it, it's just it does not feel good to edit in. Mm. Not like Vegas. Yeah, it's so weird that Vegas has like one of the best feeling editors around. And no because one else they, has adopted that. They've feel. really designed it from the ground up as a like a, an approachable UI and yeah. like design decisions that make sense around that. Like the, the the problem with Sony Vegas has never been how it's structured. It's always been the instability and the junky piece of shit behind the scenes. Yeah, which I fix half of that with scripts mm -hmm. and the other half of that i fixed by going no we should not do this entire video in 4k <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that's really fucking unfortunate i uh, i went to i went to their site and pulled up that yes i cannot seem to find any way to buy things uh they don't seem to understand what ba what buying is anymore because they have uh 12.99 a month buy now and i'm like that's not what buying means <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah i did that rant a bit ago about uh adobe because adobe phrases it the same way mm -hmm. of course buy now no that's not buying that's rent you're trying to charge me rent um before we get to agro's news one late thing coming in uh sakurai made a video for his youtube channel mm -hmm. just now released about input lag which means there was a really high chance he watched our video about the input lag in the Smash franchise. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also, this video seems to open. I haven't watched it. It seems to open with him being like, I tried to tell them the display lag was really bad at the 2018 Smash tournament, but they wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm worried that 
you know, Sakurai, if he if he highlights lag in, in games, yeah. uh, th- th- this will mean the fighting game community can now uh, revert and say lag isn't real because that's just a Smash thing and Smash isn't a fighting game. Well, a, a, a Shoto is a character that exists in a game uh, that doesn't have input lag. <laughs> I thought it was really funny that uh, Sakurai in the most recent video was like, 30 frames per second is acceptable to play a game. And then somebody was like, no game Sakurai ever made ran at 30 except for fucking Kid Icarus Uprising on right. the 3DS. Because it's a 3DS game and it needs to be 3D and there's no way you're getting any good graphics looking 60 and being 3D on that bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed Nintendo likes to do like, calm down about frame rates and then all their first party games are, are try to be 60. That's true. In fact, one of the only notable exe- exemptions from that is Breath of the Wild yeah. because it's a huge scope game. <laughs> yeah, it rolls. Dr. Agro, I hear you have news about how good and correct and objectively making the world a better place this podcast network is. Okay, I'm not I'm not here to assign moral blame or, okay. or or any kind of guilt i'm just gonna lay out a timeline okay sure go All ahead right. so netflix puts out a resident evil series of a certain quality okay and some uh brave and handsome podcast network <laughs> not gonna name names here no nope. maybe spreads an absolute truth about that quality yes uh the second season of that series is immediately shit canned good uh and soon after that, Bloomberg reports that Netflix is going ahead with their ad version for seven to nine dollars a month, roughly four minutes of ad per hour. Now, are you trying to say that they they looked at a board? They 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 were living the meme. There were two red buttons. One of them said, "Make Resident Evil Netflix season two. and the other one said, "Make the payers feel." So they needed to kill our wallet. <laughs> I, I just our minds I, I figured they were like, all right, you've got you've got one last chance with this Resident Evil thing. If it doesn't work out, we're gonna turn the ads on. <laughs> that feels a little bit like the Fight Club doorway hazing. It's like I'm gonna go get a broom. <laughs> you don't make this shit work. I'm just gonna start hitting. I'm I'm just saying, you know, maybe we're being punished for having told the truth. Speaking truth to, to Netflix. God, we're God. such beautiful martyrs. <laughs> That's what we are. So, I'm so sorry, Lance Reddick. <laughs> it's okay. He can go be in other bad series now. He's free. <laughs> go go pick up Jeremy Irons and go be in something good. Maybe they'll both end Please. up in Horizon. That would rule. <laughs> I want Jeremy Irons in the Horizon series. Yeah, that actually would really... That would be a buff. That would be a huge buff. Oh, yeah. God, who would he play? You know what? He should be the CEO. <laughs> what? No, don't, 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 don't skip to that one for the show. No. <laughs> they got to combine it just like, well, Welcome to Raccoon City taught me. That's how you tell a video game story. You combine two of them together, and then you just... Try to make it work, no matter how little sex it makes. Fucking Uncharted movie. Did you uh, did you know the Spencer God. Mansion's four rooms? <laughs> <laughs> and it, anyways, uh, <laughs> so a thing happened mm-hmm. uh, that I was surprised to learn. It's it's weird, you know. 
Like you don't expect anything decent to come out of something horrible. Yeah. So so when something expected happens, you're like, oh, that's that's nice. Apparently, the the Oculus Quest. Okay. You you can now yeah. uh, link a, a an Oculus or I'm sorry, a Meta. Yeah, a, a meta. meta account to, yeah. to your headset instead of your Facebook, Facebook account. You can log in with that. So if you say something racist on Facebook, okay. you don't lose access to all your Oculus Quest games. Now, is this something you find it's important to inform our viewers for, for their own personal use, or is this I mean, just you, important to you personally? You're the one with access to the analytics. I just, I wanted to get the news out there. Okay, well, the only way I can check on what our chatters are saying is by looking at emotes. So I'll check all of our racist emotes. <laughs> See how often those are used because we have so many. Obviously, I'm, how 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 long ago did Facebook uh, subsume the Oculus and destroy the future of VR? I feel like that was at least five years ago. Yeah, that it's was a while back, and it was like last week <laughs> that you can now uncouple your fucking Facebook oh, account. Oculus was acquired by Facebook in 2014. Damn it! I was wow. kind of close. I was off by. Eight years. Wow. God. I was off by three. But yeah, no, it took that long. They mm. desperately wanted to just get more people onto Facebook, no matter how little sense it made for that long. I, like normally corporations are evil in a in a very human and predictable way. We're past that phase. If, if Facebook, <laughs> Facebook has always been a weird alien entity, just making moves. They, they don't seem malicious. They just seem beyond the scope of human intelligence. Right. Like some straight up cosmic horror shit. Yeah. This giant lumbering monolith of hey, money. Hey, why do you guys allow this? And they're like, I don't understand. It, it had more engagement. It's like, yeah, but that engagement's human suffering. <laughs> God, like there's that fucking tweet. That was just a joke. Where it's like, when asked about the things he regrets in his life the most, Mark Zuckerberg said he really wished he got into fencing club. This man who runs Facebook, which helped weaponize these terrorists or the government against this insurrection. Yeah, like all this stuff and it caused murder, blah, 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 blah. People just believed it mm -hmm. because yeah. he's that oh, out that of touch. Yeah, that was actually fake. <laughs> <laughs> you could absolutely believe it, though, because they are that level of just. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's horrifying. 2022 is great. <laughs> uh, interesting news for FIFA fans. FIFA 23 uh, is, uh, accidentally became playable a month early. <laughs> I didn't know that's what happened. It, it seems to be that if you were in the beta, you could update that version. Like an update went out and it just became the live version. Like on everything? Uh-huh. It was just the game. <laughs> who does that? Um, who the fuck makes FIFA? <laughs> some, some large labor camp in EA. <laughs> right? So, you know, people, of course, start playing it and streaming it, and bands are getting handed out left <laughs> and right. Uh, I mean, it's... Uh, it turns out it's still FIFA. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's... You know, that's its own thing. I don't know. Some player has a lower number now than he did in the last one, and some people are mad. What? But it's, it's real, it's really my country's easy been to, to the moon, so I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really easy, you know, to, uh, to, to accidentally make the game playable when it's just the previous game, but with a different title screen. Fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was definitely a clerical error. <laughs> 
Uh, Agro's about to start calling it dive grass. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what this conference is. CDEC? C-E-D-E-C? I've never been clear. Yeah, it's it's some online, uh, appears to be mostly Asian computer entertainment. I, I assume that's what a couple of the C's and E's are. I mean, they have to sure. be, right? Yeah, probably. The electronic? Uh, Sony's Kenjo Akiyama, who was listed in the article as head of the Tokyo Global Developer Technology Department, which sounds like a bad machine translation, yeah, <laughs> uh, gave a, a short presentation in which he started breaking down some analytics for trophies. Okay. And the interesting thing is that apparently Europeans, by and large, get more Platinums than anybody else. Huh. Yeah. Just on average, Europeans get more Platinums. Asian players, uh, specifically Japanese players, he said, get Platinums in harder games or oh. games that are considered to be more difficult. Right. Because the uh, rarity, yeah. Which, I mean, that that really sounds like some, my country didn't come out good in this uh, statistical analysis. Someone makes some shit up. Uh, and and uh, Americans, we, we know lower, lower than both. We, mm. we get fewer Platinums. That makes sense. And I, I really feel like... Uh, you then video games have let us down in that <laughs> arena. You just don't have the drive to get platinums that you should. And you are bringing down the average. You're, you're saying that I should go and platinum Sonic origins, PS4 version. Cause I already did PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ag the PS4 Agro, version. Why too. are you what trying the fuck to, is wrong with you? Why are you trying to kill Dan? <laughs> How many versions of rock band have come out that you haven't platinumed? A lot, actually. I think I've only platinum Rock Band 2. Why are you letting the Europeans beat us? <laughs> People who give a shit about Soccerman's lower number have more platinums than we do. Look, if a European is more capable of doing the solo in the final countdown than me, that just makes sense. I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. I'm, I'm sitting here with three platinums, so... <laughs> You're right. Wait, you only have three platinums? Uh, yes, I think they are Atelier Riza. Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima. Wow, that means all of them are their last what two years? Yeah, yeah. There have been I've, some I've, easy platinums in the last couple of years. I've I've never felt the need to to like scrape a game to get a platinum trophy. A lot of times, I find trophy sets for games are really good guidelines to just be like, hey, check this. You can go over this way and engage in the game in a very weird way. Like some games that actually does make me go outside of what I'm directly interested in or aware of to go figure out, oh, that's a thing in this game. Like the final fight trophies. I, yeah, it was final fight, right? It wasn't Streets of Rage. No, it was final fight. The final fight trophies back on like the PS3 taught me a move for Mike Hagar. I didn't even know existed. I was like, oh, that's fucking weird <laughs> because you, you loop it infinitely to make your score just keep going up. Oh, some weird grab, jump backwards, and slam into the ground over and over thing. It's, it's a very well thought out rationale for your brain disease. Would you like to apply that logic to Lego Rock Band? Uh, I like Rock Band. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The defense is done. Oh yeah, I got my uh, Tekken 7 Platinum earlier this week. Oh, yeah. It was actually oh, really? really easy to finish up. I only had like four trophies left. Nice. The funny thing is like the only fighting game Plats Bob has is Tekken 6 and Tekken 7 because they're yes. baby fucking Platinum. Yeah, they're just like 
Play the game normally. Don't play, be a freak. Play yeah. that stupid story mode. Yes, the, for six. Six like was all story mode flat, or yeah. trophies, which, which is, is why, funny. Which is why I'm nowhere near it on six. <laughs> Those are the like, only ones I have. Like I have the Ghost of Tsushima Platinum because it's yeah. just easy. And the uh, and it's it's like play eat eat eat, eat your entire plate. That's that's all it is for Ghost. <laughs> yes, the, um, it's like okay, sure. Shit. Yeah. The game that came with the PS5, Astro's, Astros Playroom. Is it called Playroom? Yeah. Yeah. It was like Adventure or something. Uh, anyway. No, that's the VR one, I think. I, I thought Playroom was the VR one. No, Playroom is, oh, just is Playroom. a VR game that came with the PS4. Oh. Astro's Playroom is the PS5 free <sighs> non VR. Christ. Yes, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Mm hmm. They could solve this whole naming problem by just calling it Ape Escape and having it feature monkeys. No one will connect that monkeys are not apes. Like, it won't matter. For the last 15 years, we've been getting closer and closer to there's going to be a new Ape Escape, you guys. And I feel like we're doing that thing where you you get to like point nine 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 and there's never a new Ape Escape game. Yeah. Yeah. Asymptote. Right before it hits one person, like mm -hmm. one whole, we just hit the vanishing point. Yep, absolutely. And I'm off the chart. I'm just gone. Like I, I can't even feel bad for myself because I remember there was a guy who was like, developers have been talking to me. They're making an ape escape game, mm -hmm. and for years he just had to keep going. It, it entered development hole. They haven't talked to me in a bit. It seems like they may have canceled it, and then he just got more and more bitter over time. And I'm like. Oh, I feel bad for you. That person still follows me on Twitter. And anytime they like or reply to a thing, I'm like, yep, they know. They the know. This sucks. Real. They sucks. They, they, they know the pain is real, just like I do. The nicest thing to happen to Ape Escape fans in the last two decades? A little less than. 15 years. Was they put Ape Escape 1 on that PS4, PS5 emulation thing. That's That's the most we get. <laughs> I was like, Metal Gear 3? <laughs> <laughs> but we only got one Ape Escape on the PS5, technically. Technically, PS4, you get two. <laughs> but you know who gets two games on both PS4 and PS5, Bob? Do you know Aggro? I know. Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter 2 announced for September's classic re-releases. Filters will siphon. Yes. My God. Siphon Filter 2. I mean... <laughs> was, that, was that having the ability to rewind that makes it the only playable version of a Siphon Filter 2? That's true. <laughs> and Siphon Filter 2 seemed a lot more put together and sober than 1, so that's cool. I'm just imagining rewinding Didn't... and save scumming an Ape Escape game. Didn't I missed also... with the game! Go back! <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be honest, when I did that speed run to get the platinum, I did I did do that near the end where I'm just like, no, he jumped off the ledge! Fuck this! Didn't they also announce that some game called Kingdom of Paradise? Yeah, Kingdom of Paradise, the PSP JRPG I know of because it was early enough on the PSP where I paid attention to oh, every game. that thing that was uh, in Japanese, Chino something. Um, Chino Rondo? No. <laughs> Uh, you have a guy with a blue tunic. This looks like a lot more high rent than I expected it to look, if we're being honest. What was the name again? Kingdom of Paradise. 
I think it had a different name in the United States between the U.S. and Europe. Yeah, there's that cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Key of Heaven is the European name, but yeah, uh, Kingdom of Paradise. God, I I forgot that even <laughs> oh, came I over. Gotta, I gotta put that image on screen. Early PSP was a dire time. <laughs> I I dude, tons of games I just looked at and went, I I I would play anything on a PSP because it's portable. How amazing is it that this this console quality game is portable? Oh, but then I was like poor, so I didn't get any of them. The console. Yeah. Well, I mean, how could you afford to buy a game after you bought the fucking Pro Duo? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> some there's some real uh some real Mark of the Cree energy going on here. Yeah, you think? I think he's quite cool. There you go. That's my new. You're going to need to check in and see if this is better or worse than uh, Untold Legends. <laughs> sure. You know, this this being made available on the PlayStation Plus 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 is like the first time I'm going to be able to give it a chance, really. So so I'm looking forward to it. Can't yeah. wait for PSP April. <laughs> PSP April O'Neill. <laughs> Anyways, I'm hoping before next week I get to try out the Cowabunga collection. The input latency seems like, based on online testing, not great. But I would like to try it firsthand to know. Uh, let's see. Aside from that, um, uh, it's Armored Core month. Tomorrow is Armored Core. We're going to eat the whole thing. We're going to the Golden Corral and we're just going to keep eating until they run out. We will not back down. <laughs> That, that's that's a pretty headstrong stance to take. Yeah, uh, you know, you can use that stance to take on anyone. I want to make it clear we aren't going to start streaming Armor Core and not stop streaming until we're done, because we will <laughs> die. No, this is it, Bob. It's the day we've talked about since time immemorial. We'll just change our sleep schedules <laughs> to not overlap perfectly, so that way we can keep handing off. I keep waiting for it to happen. Like, I, I have lived in fear of that phone call. Like, I have an idea. <laughs> okay, Agro, we're going to need you to cover seven hours here because me and Bob may pass out. We're going to play Disgaea 1 and we're going to max everything. <laughs> People are like, hey, do you, Gigaboots, do you, do you want to do a donation marathon stream? And I'm like, no, I, I, I like being able to afford food and rent, actually. But uh, I feel like the day we do do a donation stream, it is going to just, because of escalation, we already do 12-hour streams regularly yeah. enough that I'm just like, yeah, that'll be the one. That'll be the one we baton pass. <laughs> okay, chat. For every $200, I will I will beat Mighty Number no. 9 at single time. <laughs> oh, no! Here we go. Run 13. Give it up for Run 13! Oh, my God. <laughs> Just playing every jank, weird-ass JRPG we can find on one screen, but always keeping Desert Bus running on the other. Bob, what was that insane idea you were talking about? We, you were like, we boop these two games. One of them's on this screen, and the other one's on the other. Oh, it was for because that Kickstarter was going, so you're playing through Wild Arms 1 and, <laughs> and uh, yes. uh, Shadow Hearts, yes. and we're trying to play the both at once. Yeah, chat gets to hit a button to make a switch. <laughs> yes. Like 30,000 you know, it, It's points. weird how, how Wild Arms and Shadow Hearts got this, this joint Kickstarter, and the second game in each franchise is way better than the first. But yeah, uh, I'm super excited for Armored Core. For people who don't know, I love 
Armored Core. I really fell in love with it at the launch of the PS2. And the demo for Armored Core on the PS1 is all I've played of that. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to get to play that tomorrow. I'm scared for these PS1 Armored Cores. It's a FromSoft game. They're virtually going to be the same. That's true. Wait a second. It was always P- it was it was PS one games. Always was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at their catalog, it's just Elden Ring, <laughs> Evergrace. <laughs> Anyways, I'm very excited for that. Chris, what do you have coming up? I'm gonna stream Life is Strange. <laughs> 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 we get to the end of big thing chris just has a box of roses opens it up shotgun yeah. Holy <laughs> so, so we're gonna start that at some point in the next week uh, i also have a stream goal where if you hit it i have to play banjo kazooie because i'm the because i have not confronted that game not in its entirety cool Awesome. Uh, but 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 I, I need to I need to know what's in life is strange because the furthest thing I know about is watching spirits within on the tasty plasma. Right. I don't know but, anything beyond that. That's and what I everyone owned it knows. on PC for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, we forgot to mention it in any big thing. Yeah. Square Enix did that hilarious digital code fire sale. Oh god! Where yeah. they were like, "We're about to lose all Ados properties. How would you like to own all of Tomb Raider for four dollars?" And I'm just like, "This is kind of fucked up to do to the next guys." But yes, I will absolutely buy I every one of these games for twenty bucks total. I spent thirty dollars and I own like every fucking Ados game. Yeah, ever yeah, except you're, you're for one. Need it for when you do, uh, when you do, which is better, the first Tomb Raider reboot trilogy or the second Tomb Raider reboot trilogy? <sighs> <laughs> Oh, those those that first reboot trilogy is just depressing. And again, I heard some good things about Legends. Is that thought that was where they rebooted it? I once, thought I Legends know. was just a best of sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's the subtitles confusing. get confusing. Anyways, that's gonna do it for big thing dimension. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Big Think Dimension. Thank you, everybody, for watching. See you next time. Hey, Agro, you try the outro. Like, try doing the outro? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get them over to that Patreon and explain oh, to them to, how to much you... If, if they want to, to, to help us, uh, you know, get more platinums, that they can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash gbpodcast, uh, where they get access to a whole bunch of shit that Chris talks about. <laughs> Something about bounce laundry detergent. I don't know. I don't really. I kind of zone out. And I hear he won't do that voice again. It's a great place to have Chris not do the Justin Roiland voice anymore. (laughs) If you just throw money at the screen, God damn it. Please help us. He's so crazy.